0: Welcome, everyone, to episode 25 of the Superhouse Podcast. Tense and fast paced, with a heartwarming tenderness in this episode. So surprising, so warm, and yet so chilling. Done.
1: Welcome, everybody, once again to the 25th episode of Superhouse. We made it, guys. This is a fucking landmark right here. Nobody gives a shit. All right, moving on. We don't even care about our own fucking pocket. (laughs) (laughs) We're a quarter of the way there. Yeah, right? If we get to 100, we might have one clap. Um,
0: That's it though, one clap. We wanted to get...
1: we want to get straight into Maddie's music this time around. Uh, so uh, the first thing was there's a new Metallica track, uh, and uh, Maddie, what were your thoughts?
0: Um, I don't know how I feel about it. I'm,
2: <laughs> I'm the same way. Yeah,
0: I've, I feel like it. It's got like the music starts off. I was like, "Fuck yeah!" This is like "Kill 'em All," "Master of Puppets." This is like everything I like. And then he starts singing, and I go. I don't know, because it still has that, like, old James... Or the, like, the newer James Hatfield, like, flair to his voice and stuff. Um, I definitely think it's, like... I mean, I'd definitely have to hear the rest of the album. I don't think I can really base, like, it all off this one track. I'm interested, though. The album cover looks like shit. Um, <laughs> I really fucking hate it. Like
3: Looks like a 90s all... PC game.
0: Yeah, it's fucking <laughs> terrible looking. I
1: thought you said it sounded
0: like shit. What? The... <laughs> The 90s
1: PC game sounds amazing.
0: <laughs> well, <that's laughs> no, the cover. the cover art. I, uh, the cover I know, art I is, know, I know. Yeah, But it just, I don't know. I just feel like they should have probably went with something a little more nostalgic if they're kind of trying to get back to those roots that everybody wants them to get back to. Um, you know, I would have just liked the bloody hammer on the front cover, dude. I don't need much. <laughs> uh, you know. uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, I don't know. I want to hear more. I really like all the guitar and drums and bass and all that stuff. Sounds like fucking old Metallica, and I like that a lot. I just like, you know, I need, uh, need, need a little more. Need to hear more. Anybody else? Say something.
1: I feel the <laughs> same exact way. It's like you're, you're going back to your roots. Great, wonderful. I thought you did that with the last album. Yeah. And then, then as vocals come on, it's like this is not really your roots anymore. <laughs> I, I don't know if I can take this and like I was I've I've listened to every Metallica song ever been fucking made I'm a big Metallica fan and I was never the guy that was like that hated even load and reload I thought there was some good shit on those albums yeah. so I'm not even one of those guys you know a lot of people are like before black album or black album and before yeah. and I wasn't even like that so I've been pretty forgiving but I just can't I don't know I can't get into anything past uh, Saint anger Saint anger and, and after it's just like ugh that's when they really fell off fuck black album definitely it's
4: alright
1: Which one? it's Death all magnetic. magnetic death magnet is alright it's alright all right. but this but is like I mean, better one back longer it's going more back it's going it's doing the same exact thing and it's like if you're I don't know I, I feel a little bit torn cause it's like are you going to be a band that grows musically and takes risks or are you just gonna always be going back to your roots it's like I don't know, man. I just don't know. somebody else go? I don't know. I'm confused.
0: Andrew's
4: upset. He's getting by. Santa Cruz, through the Never Boys. Did you ever watch their movie? Never. I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. Was it any good? I'm just joking. I enjoyed it. It's fucking it. great, actually. Yeah. Um, I've yet to hear this newest song. I saw it. I like the title a lot. That's a cool title. Hmm. is a new song it's cheesy but it sounds like a good 80s movie title or something what was it again i'm even bringing yeah, it up the, name of the, it. the right, name of the song is called hardwired
0: right hardwired for just...
4: destruction i'm all that's about the it
0: name of, that's the name of the album i wish it was the name a... of the song is hardwired
4: oh really oh okay yeah. i haven't heard it yet i like i haven't liked metallica since the one time i listened to death magnetic that's was, enough though. That's our that's our latest it, right. album. No, it's like fun. It's like it's like going on a in, on like a really good Metallica licensed roller coaster at Universal Studios. That's like Death Magnetic. I'm like, woo That's a very interesting <laughs> way to put it.
0: And then after that one listen you went, okay, on to the next thing. <laughs> yeah.
4: I don't know. I haven't been a Metallica fan for years.
1: So St. Anger came out while we were in college. In college, right. I haven't been since had, I remember like, a Joey told me he listened to, like, two songs after he bought it at Best Buy and was driving back to the dorms, literally threw it out the window yes. before he got home. Yes.
2: No, I was in North Carolina, actually. I don't even think I'd... Oh, okay, okay. I was on break from Savannah, or I'd yet to get to Savannah. And, um, yeah, I listened to the whole thing, and I, it, just, it just made me really... Really mad. <laughs> it just, it just really mad. I, I liked Death Magnetic, but St. Anger just, oh man, just put
4: me in a bad spot, bad place, man. Yeah, it was that <laughs> new bass player. It was all I, his fault. You know, I don't want
2: yeah, to say it's Trulio's fault, but. No, I'm just kidding. You
4: know. Uh, I mean, in any case, I think it's always Lars's the fault. The acts were terrible. Like,
1: I just, yeah, I, I was pissed. It was like they were trying to be the Ramones on that album, but Metallica shouldn't be the fucking Ramones. That's a totally different thing.
2: I want epic metal and like hard, fast epic metal. Either, either or, or it could be both. Yeah. Um, you know that that's the, what they are to me. But I mean, you know, let them do their own thing. That's fine. But you know, it's about getting back to the roots. Like that's I want to hear some solos. Yeah. Standing your head, mm-hmm. not one solo.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. right. Anybody else listen to it? James I just listened, but
3: I, uh, yeah, you know, I basically just say the same thing that you've been saying. Uh, when it first started, the instrumentals went on. It sounded pretty good, but then the vocals kicked in. So it was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I wish it was good. I mean, I'd like Metallica to just stay awesome, yeah. but. I don't know, man. It's an interesting
0: yeah. thing to like listen to Metallica and then like these last couple albums just like continually try to find to try to find this sound that people want them to get back to and they can't. But it's like you know some of the bands I listen to like don't have as many albums as Metallica, but have like four or five albums under the belt and consistently like produce like good fucking shit consistently. And it's just interesting to hear a band that should be consistently every time a Metallica comes out, you'd be like, oh, this shit is so good. But I guess they're getting old, and they don't care anymore.
4: <laughs> I, I, yeah, I think, think that the they probably... A
0: age, it's probably like...
4: What about the young audience that adopts the new Metallica sound? Because you, we the you know they're selling the shirts at Target and all. Yeah. Because <laughs> you know, so then if you look it up on Spotify, if some kid looks up Metallica on Spotify, it's like their first albums or their most recent albums, right? Mm-hmm. And they'll so. never go back... I mean, some of them will, of course, but... It's kind interesting of taken to think them. that there's going to be a whole, probably a whole fourth generation of Metallica fans based on, like, the last two albums. Yeah,
5: but they, I mean, the, they the even kind Metallica, of, like, screwed Metallica
4: themselves because like now they have... Because Death Magnetic was as decent as it was, <laughs> now they, you know, they sh- shot themselves in the foot.
0: <laughs> Joey right now is showing a picture of Metallica, and it says Alcoholic. It. And Alcoholics? I think that's what they're missing They need to Let's be drinking say more. <laughs> I think that's
4: it They need to right? be drinking more <laughs> Alcoholic Well if you're going to do that, play guitar <laughs> Yeah <laughs> They were never known to be like a
1: Like a drug band They never got into drugs hardcore They just drank a lot yeah. Right.
4: Just yeah. like that beer Mm-mm. Like that beer Yeah. What's Through the cool Never was great about? though is it I got to watch it then? I was just making fun of it, but it
1: opens up with uh, creeping death, which I thought was always a fucking great choice. Huh, it's not cool. the most obvious, but it's like, I don't know, man, I think that song is great. yeah my favorite's Orion okay, if... dude, well, do you want a yeah. spoiler? Yeah. <laughs> it's a concert album or, or video. Right.
4: That's what I assume. But they play in like a narrative element to it. There isn't.
1: Is I'm not going to spoil the narrative, but Orion's right. the last song. Oh, fuck. Yeah, dude. All right. I'm going
4: to watch that later. They
1: they end with that shit. It was on Netflix. I don't know if it is now. I know. Right?
4: I remember. And it's stuck in my head. I should have watched it. Because I, w- I always wanted to watch it based just on the concept or whatever. But yeah, I wanted to never watch got it around to it. Day. But that's awesome. Fuck yeah. Orion kicks ass. Yeah, Master we, puppets.
2: I went with a few work friends and saw it uh uh, on At the IMAX theater Nice yeah, I saw it in the theaters as fun. well
4: Stoned his fucking
2: there <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like singing to every song And like jamming out It was great
4: Yeah
1: They fucking ruled back then <laughs> They play that, play that old shit
4: yeah. yeah Remember S&M? That was a pretty good I Dude I, awesome. I, I love that album I thought that was great I know that was awesome. yeah, man, For Whom C- the
1: Bell Tolls on that album is great yeah. a Wolf and Man is great on that album Garage Days was good Yeah Dude, actually, my favorite Metallica song is their cover of Astronomy by Blue Oyster Cult oh, yeah. on oh, Garage yeah. Days.
0: That's a fucking great, great, great song.
1: Yes, and most people don't know about it. I'm glad you know about it, Maddie.
0: Yeah. That album was fucking that, and then, like, what was it? Like, S&M came out first or vice versa. Like, they had two good releases, but it was just, like, either, like, Garage Days was, like, unreleased tracks or, like, covers, and then S&M <laughs> was just, like all their old shit just with the orchestra behind it and it was yeah. like oh great yes this is brilliant
2: <laughs> like, if you don't
0: they know gotta what figure out how to your career, do this
4: they gotta figure out how to make it uh and to put it in virtual reality now like that's their next that's probably next dude to be honest yeah, with yeah. virtual yeah. reality concert you're on they, stage
1: with the band they you push the Metallica. limit they push the limit because like they're the only band on the planet earth that has played on all seven continents they played really? on antarctica
5: <laughs> yeah.
1: Four scientists, and the scientists had to have ear earphones in to hear them because, like, they couldn't. If you know, the metal, the sound vibrations would have fucked up the glaciers and shit. Whoa, what? They look. They just had to do it. So, <laughs> yeah. whatever. So, but yeah, they they totally played Antarctica. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. So they do. They do. They keep it. Uh, they keep it going. Always doing. They don't shit. like that song. No, that song kind of sucks, but. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Alright, so let's get into (laughs) the actual album that I picked this time. Is
4: everyone ready? Did anyone listen to it? it. I listened to it. Yeah. I listened. I didn't finish it. (laughs)
0: Uh Uh-oh. Can't wait to get this started. Uh, The name (laughs) of the band is uh, 68, as in like the year 1968. I love the 68. Oh, it's my favorite. And the name (laughs) of the album is In Humor and Sadness. It was released in 2014.
4: You had me listen records. to old music. <laughs> 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 so sorry, Oldies, but... bro. <laughs> Just kidding. And
0: this features uh Josh Scoggin from Norma Jean and The Chariot on guitar and vocals. And then uh the drummer is Michael McLean Killen from The Chariot. So uh I like this album, thought it was great. Uh the only way I heard about it was this kid came into the store and walked up to the register. Next to me was checking out, and I was like, oh, that's a sweet shirt, and it had this really dumb-looking skull on it, and said the chariot, and I was like, the skull looks dumb, but I like the chariot a lot, That's good band, and he was like, oh, have you heard 68, and I was like, what were what, what you saying to me, and he was like, oh, it's, uh, <laughs> and I was like, oh, and he was like, it's basically the Black Keys meets the chariot, and I was like, oh, well, that sounds interesting, so then I went home and listened to it, and I was like, all right, I get all those references, and then I was like, you know who needs to hear this? Andrew. Andrew needs to listen to this.
1: Yeah, you're right.
0: Um, I like this album. I agree. It does have, like, some Black Keys moments. I also hear a lot of, like, Nirvana in it, like, especially when he's singing. Um, I, I thought it was really good. There are some parts I li- that I don't like in it. Um, but for the most part, I think it's pretty interesting with just him. Like, I feel like he's been in, like, Norma Jean, The Chariot, and now he's just trying to keep it simple and just sing what he can do with, like, vocals and a guitar and a drum set. And I enjoyed everything. I've listened to it like four or five times now. Uh, but yeah, what did you think, Andrew? <laughs> I feel like I need to get some. Yeah, to work I didn't.
5: I
1: didn't want to give you the full spiel on this on the messenger. I wanted to save it for this recording. But um, so I've been following Norma Jean, and even before that. Uh, I was following Ludicrous, oh, which yeah. is L-U-T-I hyphen K-R-I-S-S, and they changed the name because it matched, or it was too close to the rapper, right? And they're both from <laughs> Atlanta. So and if there's still a Ludicrous album that you can find on Solid State Records, and there's at least two good tracks, like real good, like kind of sounds like Tool kind of tracks on there. Um, I was going to like shir- uh, shows at churches and shit back in the day, and they were heavy as fuck. And uh, <laughs> then they changed the name to Norma Jean, and that, you know, Blessed Martin <clears> and Kiss <clears a> the <throat> child's one of the best metalcore albums or whatever genre you want to call it true, of true. all time. We talked about that before. And, you know, there was a split, I think, right after that famous album, right? And yeah. Josh Scoggins left and he formed the Chariot later on and now 68 and who, who knows what else. At the time it seemed like a bad idea because Norma Jean was on the way up and Josh Scoggins was leaving something and going on and who gives a fuck about the Chariot or whatever at that time. But now it feels like Norma Jean could even go away yeah. and, and you're following Josh Scoggins and all of his projects. Yeah. Not not just a band, but this guy and all of his his like musical journey. So like 10, t- 10 15 years later, it seems like he kind of made the right choice. Yeah. And people see. Sti-
0: Gene did release some good albums though on their own merits.
4: They did. They did.
1: Yeah. But, but the it seems one sounds like shit. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. I mean, they can go with Vin Seven Hole probably eventually. Yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, the 68 album, I I like the first two tracks the most. And he does sound like Nirvana a lot when he's singing, or Kurt Cobain. So that's that was actually kind of cool. And I like how he's. He, what's the electronic thing he's using?
0: Uh, he uses it... some kind of thing on his voice for a little bit in some of the tracks.
1: Yeah, I like I I like the, ex- I, the... kind of experimentation he's doing, uh, and I think the name too. Like, there's some of it is kind of funny. Yeah, and some some of it's you know obviously really sad, and he's just screaming, you know. Yeah. So I think there's something to the name of the album. It's you know it's simple humor and sadness. Of course, you're gonna get those two things. But yeah, um, yeah, I, I thought it was pretty good. Um, not as good as Western Martyr Kissed the Child. No. <laughs> I don't know if they're ever gonna get back to that, but um, yeah, I, I liked it. Um, somebody else go.
2: I think the when the first song started. there's like the scream right at the right at the top, and I was like. Is this Nirvana? Like what Yeah. But uh yeah, I like a lot is um you know, like you said, very much uh Norman Jean and Black Keys, There's a lot of melodic uh songs in there, a lot of good heavy ones too. Um I only listened to it once, but I really enjoyed it. I
4: definitely want to continue listening to it. Indeed. Indeed. Um, I listened to it. I didn't get to like the last two or three tracks, but I really liked what I was hearing and not yeah. being like super familiar with either Norma Jean or um, what was the other band? The Cheer, yeah. Not being too familiar other than like college here and there. Uh, I kind of heard it from like a different perspective and it reminded me of bands like swans or something like something on the more avant-garde hard rock side of things it was cool it seemed jazzy at times you know like definitely bluesy but they were they it was like a really textured type of project for them it seemed like they were trying to step outside of you know like wherever their metalcore roots lied um, and it sound it sounded like grimy it just sounded like rusted uh, angsty I guess I liked the kind of throwback feel of it, the 90s grunge yeah. feel to the vocals and to the way they mix the album is really cool because it like I don't know how I can describe this exactly, but it's like I mean it, it um it's really open but like heavy. There's, you know, it feels like walking through a large factory or something. You know, the the bass, yeah. the bass is there and it's holding it down like foundation. And the guitars are really scratchy and just like, you know, barbed wire fence. <laughs> if I can yeah. continue this analogy. <laughs> um, but yeah, it had this like the, the mixing of it. Um, my ear lately has become more attuned, especially since I listen to so much metal. I think a lot of times that differentiates or sets certain albums apart as the way that they're mixed or recorded for that matter. And this album is just like full of like some real fucking texture and feelings and atmosphere. Um, so yeah I definitely want to listen to it more um, soon soon I will <laughs> yeah. the, the thing
0: I like about Josh Scoggins is, is it doesn't seem like he does the same thing on every album like Bless uh, <coughs> the Martyr Kiss the Child anyway was like he's like alright this is as good as it's going to get and I know has has been through a lot of singers so I'm assuming that's the rest of the band that might be difficult to work with and he just couldn't for whatever reason you know uh, the chariot the first album they released like i think most of that album was recorded in one take like they knew the songs and then like just re- hit record and we'll play them um so that's really cool because you don't see that a lot um and i felt like with 68 it was like Stephen was kind of saying like they do it seems like they put on like a four track recorder and was like let's see what we can do with the guitar and drums and yeah. record it in a warehouse and see what it sounds oh, like. oh
4: there is no bass right
0: yeah, there's no bass. It's just that, it, it
4: does stick out, actually. I was just trying to make that metaphor work, but it does it does stick out. the, the... sorry, go ahead.
0: No, it is I I just like everything that he. I I don't like that he stays stagnant, but it's still like you can like when he when you get like when you listen to one of his projects, you're like, oh, this makes sense. This is like the next direction for him. Like yeah. he's he's been screaming through like five six albums worth of stuff, and it's like oh, he can the dude can actually sing a little bit. That's kind of cool. He can play guitar a little bit. Like the guitar is not great on this album. It's nothing like mind-bending. Like you're like, oh shit, this is the next. Yeah. Like this is the next. Bless the Margaret Kiss the Child. It's like a guy who, to me anyway, has like basic like good rhythm guitar skills. And it was like, cool. I'm just gonna write these kind of cool riffs and then, just see what happens. And this guy's just gonna play like the drumming's not super incredible on it or anything. But it's just like those guys together and the singing and the and like the screaming in it just brings that whole package together and that's what i liked it made it seem like anyone could do this like you can just grab a guitar and drums and make make a fucking band and just scream about silly shit or you know stuff that makes you fucking sad or stuff that you wrestle with on a daily basis you know and uh that's why i just dug the record because it just sounds like like honestly like stefan could just be like hey maddie listen to this album i'm like oh shit, this is great yeah like or one of us could be like hey i'm kind of experimenting around it sounds like like a demo tape you would like pass around to your friends and your friends are like oh shit dude like but like for reals you should really go make this- <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it's like i feel like the next 68 album like that was in 2014 so hopefully yeah. maybe towards the end of this year we'll get a new 68 album or like 20, at the beginning of 2017 maybe we'll see some growth there or they'll just keep it the way it is and just kind of experiment with just like the just them two um there seem to be like a little electronic elements in it just hints of it like andrew was talking about um which makes me interested to see what they might do with that kind of element i feel like metal like the last couple like i just started listening to this new album i think it's going to be the next uh, album we listen to but i feel like a lot of metal artists are going more towards more electronic seeing what they can get away with like with like drum machines and like not having full bands to make an entire album but maybe to perform it live or whatever it's just interesting i feel like uh, a lot of some weirdness is happening in the metal scene right now that i'm just like just gonna see what happens with it so but i, I like that i'm interested to see where where he goes with this or if this is like this is just it this project's called 68 and he's gonna move on to do something else but either way i thought it was like worth i thought it would be great to have andrew chime in on it um just because I, our love for Bless the the Child, is, <laughs> it goes real deep. It runs so deep. I've yeah. yeah. been many times driving around in Savannah listening to that album, screaming at one another. Uh, but, um, yeah.
4: <laughs> yes, I listen to that just, so just the lyrics. Many
0: times. We, me and Andrew like one another. We weren't screaming at each other.
4: So they were screaming with each other.
0: Scream, yes. It was,
1: it's but. interesting, too, because if you see where Josh Scoggins went and where Norma Jean went, you can kind of see. From listening to the albums, you can you can see that that's probably where the split happened. Josh Goggins wanted to be more experimental, and the Norma Jean people, uh, other guys, wanted to just kind of stay to what was working for them already. Yeah. You know. I was yeah. I I think about that a lot when I listen to the Chariot or '68 or or whatever.
0: Agreed. Anyone else have anything to say?
1: I want to say, uh, I also listened to, because I thought I thought for a second it was the, the pick, I got confused. I listened to Mutoid Man, which is yeah. technically Stefan's quote-unquote pick, yeah. but that shit was pretty fucking good, man, too. Yeah, I, I like that track uh, Bridge Burner a lot. Did you listen to the newest album or the first
4: album? Both. Oh, nice. Yeah. The I like, new- you know, they're you can just both tell from really the good. art, man. You can tell from yeah. the, the
1: art is awesome, and it has that yeah. kind of like stoner, uh, you know, 70s uh, font yeah, they so fucking you, you, rule, man. You kind of feel like it's going to be like stoner metal,
4: which I really it's, like stoner metal. So to, to me, it's like a lighter take on Mastodon from like 2004. Yeah, it is,
1: it is, you yeah. Know I mean?
4: Like, Remember how they used to sound when they were super heavy, but like their structure? Yeah. Um, Mutoid Man does that, but they play fucking funk rock <laughs> or something, you know, like funk rock metal. Right. There's there's a great there's a great video for everybody on this podcast if you Google whatever they've done they played um, some that Tom Jones good? songs on the subway on the subway yeah, yeah so check good. it out that shit is fucking awesome dude they rock those people's asses off <laughs> dude shit <how> we <laughs> going on that train <laughs> check I mean, it out it's in so New York somewhere yeah. yeah but um
0: uh, but, yeah Stephane, anyway um did, I'm gonna yeah. hand this over to you and save my pick for next week what Toy Man album should we listen to for next?
4: Oh shit! Um, I would say the newest one. Already on it. Yeah, the new, the newest <laughs> one's a, the newest one's like a little more polished and a little more like sure of itself in terms of the the sound. Um, the first one's really great. So once you're done with the su- the second one, this is the first one. Um, but the second one takes a little more. It, it, it goes different places in the first one. It being like their their first attempt at a full length. Was that Bleeder? Um, is that the name of yeah, it? Yeah, Bleeder. Bleeder, yeah. yeah. Cool. The, I forgot what this the newest one's called, but it has like the security camera cartoon. Yeah, Bleeder? It. It's called, yeah, it's called Bleeder. Is that the first one or the yeah, newest one? It's a, that's yeah, the newest one. Helium Head is the first one. Oh, okay, yeah. All right, yeah, Bleeder.
1: That's one of my favorite subgenres, man, like like the stoner metal like Sleep. Yeah, And uh, And uh, what you call it, the, the
4: sword. Yeah, do you guys and, listen to Pallbearer?
0: Oh, public. Uh, yeah fucking great. i have I, yeah. I need
1: to maybe try them again i don't know i know they're like always the top on they fucking just they,
4: pitchfork they, they just released fuck pitchfork they just released <laughs> they just released an ep um there's a yeah. song on it called over and over that i think you'd really dig andrew
0: all right all right and they got amazing. a new album dropping yeah. very soon as well all
4: Bear is great there's a good it's a good movement man i love stoner metal all the way that's that's sleep album, with it. yeah. Dope smoker, dope smoker. Jesus, dude, yeah. you, you
1: feel like you're listening, you're listening to something special when you listen to that. You yeah. got to be in a certain mood for it, but yeah. <laughs> but it's like there's,
4: I've I've been getting into a lot of like the sludgier melodic stuff, like a Paul Bear, for example, or Bell Witch, or there's like another band from Denver actually called Chemist that's pretty good. And they do the same kind of like harmonizing, melodic, but it's like slow and like the structure like bites and shifts really quickly. Um, but there's some cool shit going on in that that realm. Easily ten ten more albums I could name off.
1: I can't listen to Sun though. I think that's that's too far.
4: Sun. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Some of the, some of what I'm talking about isn't necessarily like there's that really sludgy, sludge, doomy stuff. Some of that is even tough for me to listen to. But I think it's. It's yeah. okay, go, go, ahead, Joey.
2: Have you heard uh Jex toth or pagan altar?
4: uh I've heard pagan altar
2: yeah it's uh it's uh, maybe the same band. It's definitely the same lead singer um but i I like them quite a bit i yeah. I worked with this girl like years ago, yeah. And she like had a CD, and she's like, "Yeah, I play in a band." Gave me the CD, and I listened to it. I was like, "Oh, this is like some Black Sabbath
4: shit." This yeah, is awesome. fuck yeah. There's yeah, there's a lot of cool bands right now that are taking that are using like retro style amps and pedals and stuff, and like emulating uh a, a, like an, a mid '70s, early to mid '70s sound. Um, but then they're they're doing things with that type of music that like people like Mastodon innovated. <laughs> you know what I mean? or like the progressive mixing elements of progressive rock and and shit with that older like Judas Priest, Black Sabbath kind of sound.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: Um one other album just to check out Painted uh, Obsessed with the End by Painted Wives. Fucking great shit. Anyway. What about Ghost, bro? Ghost is amazing. Ghost is about... Yeah, I love that fucking song. God, dude, about... that song is <laughs> satan yeah yeah that's it's the most like, satanic shit dude they're just like love about ba- are lo- unabashed unapologetic love ballads to satan you know like, yeah, yeah I, I, i've seen ghosts like four times now dude they fucking roll nobody's seen their faces right nobody knows who they are they're they're like a super group of of like some really popular bands i wouldn't i wouldn't probably you got to see when bands are, are touring but i bet there's members of gojira in there members of um, Exhumes awesome or something, you know, like <laughs> Ghost fucking Sick. Their first, start with their first album. Don't do anything but so, the yeah. first album. And then you get the idea, like you get where they're coming from, and then run with it.
1: It's so, almost like radio friendly, but they're yeah. singing like Beelzebub. To me, yeah. in a way, it's like Lucifer. the,
4: it's, it's like the deant word of metal, you know, in some ways. It's like a total, it's a total concept project. This is My the first one
2: Opus thing. Eponymous?
4: Yeah, Opus Eponymous, dude. Oh, you'll love that shit, Joey. Sweet. Just, it's a, it's a perfect, it's the perfect Halloween album. Anyway, go ahead. Oh, great.
0: My favorite thing about this was at the record store, we couldn't play uh, any metal that had like language in nice. it. Nice. That's really hard, that's really hard to do, right? Like, what metal can you listen to that someone's not dropping a fucking F-bomb? Yeah, or it's just like really intense, and I was like, oh, let's try this ghost band out, and I was like, I was like listening to lyrics, and I'm like, he's singing about his love for Satan. <laughs> <laughs> it's
4: wonderful.
5: So, like, it's was, wonderful. Uh,
4: <laughs> uh, Satan's dreamy. <laughs> <laughs> We're you know, in, it's uh, like the Blue Oyster Cult of our generation.
3: Yeah, there's actually a Ghost uh, Ghost, Death Heaven uh, show October 20th in L.A. Oh. That my oh, girlfriend shit. and I are going to go to. On
0: October 20th, are you fucking serious? Yeah. Someone buy me tickets. Dude, that we, we should all go to, go to that play? show. Are you fucking
4: yeah. serious right now, bro? <laughs> we yeah, should let me
3: look up the show.
0: info. Johnson,
4: fly your
1: ass over here.
4: Johnson, get over <laughs> here. Yeah. Email the email the link, or put the link in the side. yeah. Fuck love you. I will fucking be there.
2: Superhouse Metal Show hell oh, yes. yeah that's Shit. a wheel turn oh that's i know crazy. where that is boy I can, I can walk to the wheel turn great god damn
1: it we got all d- crash at joey's pad bro
4: <laughs> get
0: drunk as fuck lord we might not come back
4: from that show satan gonna take us <laughs> we might not the spirits have got me it's gonna be this super house movie featuring ghosts <laughs> yeah so dave Grohl's gonna reprise Wolverine his role of and. satan
1: God, that sounds fucking incredible. It, it'll be a
4: found footage uh, college reuniting metal movie. <laughs> Dude, you, you had me. I'm ready. Right. Let's do this. Reunite! Bro, I haven't right seen you in 10 years. Had me at
0: Death me. Heaven
1: Ghosts.
4: Oh, yeah. That'll be wow. fucking ill. This is going to be nuts. Life is good, y'all. Metal. <laughs> metal is life, and life is good. That's
0: the uh, Superhouse motto.
4: That's Well, Yeah. <laughs> the
0: new Subros awesome motto. Now That's a that good we're one. We're older and wiser.
1: You look ridiculous. It's not gonna. <laughs> it's not gonna last too long, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Metal's not, life and life is awesome.
0: Not one. Not one members are getting married. Got change it
1: yeah. up. No. Yeah. two. <laughs> two so oh, far.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm married. To your bong.
4: To the game off. <laughs> <laughs> what Uh, what i have it what i have is technically called a steamroller oh okay you're married to that then
1: (laughs) (laughs) i'm married to your mom (laughs) thanks dad (laughs) oh man so that's a pretty good maddie's music yeah i think any any closing remarks on that shit guys or what listen to 68 it's fucking
3: great yeah listen if you like norma
1: and nirvana
3: yeah, I didn't get to listen to all of it. I was basically just listening on Shuffle on the way to work, but I want to listen to the full album since there are definitely a bunch of songs I really enjoyed out of it. Yes. But I need to listen Oof.
4: to the whole thing.
3: <laughs> yes. Listen yes. to 68
4: while well, you 69. <laughs> there you oh, go, that in,
3: Since I missed last time, uh, Russian Circles is fantastic as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I love the drums on the second song. Oh, shit. Can
0: we can we send that to Josh Coggins? Listen to 68 while you're 69. Do you think he'll appreciate that? <laughs> yeah, just tweet his
4: ass. <laughs> he'll be he'll like, super he'll Christian be like, hey bro, ass. another one came in. We're
1: up to three. People this think they're
4: clever. This is, Damn. This is this is, this is this guy's tweeting this stuff. right to the nuts. <laughs>
0: <laughs> What's next? What are we gonna talk about next?
1: I, I'm actually interested to talk about this box office situation next. I, I think we could we can go on about that for a bit. What do it, you guys think?
0: idiot It's unquoting. Done. Yeah. Next topic.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so the situation we have here is that Ben Hur made a whopping 11 million this weekend. Oh my god! This movie has flopped like crazy, and they're expecting a yeah. hundred million dollar loss. I'm looking right now, 11.4 million. While Suicide Squad still on top in the third weekend, I think that's fucking nuts. But I mean, it's not totally unbelievable.
2: So to go back to real quick, just to the Wiltern thing, um, (laughs) okay, quite a quite a few awesome shows. But they're playing two nights. It's uh, October 20th and October 21st. Are they weekends? Thursday and Friday. Friday.
1: You gotta see that Friday. Yeah.
2: All right, go back to the... Sorry. <laughs> All right, switching
1: back to the box office shit. Um, anybody have any comments about this shit or what? We're is
4: seeing the really whole surprised? system implode. This is the beginning of the end for the old system.
0: Donald Trump will be president. <laughs> so, it's crazy, God, but I feel, no. like,
4: I feel like people are like addicted to superhero movies now. Like They're just jonesing for the next one. And so many of the people that go to watch them... I bet you there's fans who have no idea anything about the comics, but they just love that movie for whatever reason, have probably seen it a handful of times, you know. Um, Right. And I don't know. That's all I had to say.
0: I mean, Suicide Squad might be one of those things where if you're not a big comic fan, you might actually really enjoy that movie. If you have, like, your only basis for these characters is, like, just, like, the random films that they've been in or they haven't been in, so they're new to you and they're interesting because they're not normal characters you know about. That's got to be the draw.
1: It was also reported that it kind of had a Fast and the Furious effect where there were a lot of, like, minorities are loving the film because there's just so much minority presence in the movie. Um, So I think that's a factor, and also there's just not much out. I mean... Yeah. Kubo came out, which we'll get to in a minute. But and what was last? It yeah, really, it mean, yeah, really
0: isn't.
1: It was strategically like, released, really. I mean, with yeah, Suicide yeah. Squad, like War Dogs came out this weekend. It's still, I think, that poses basically no threat. You know, like yeah. they they're doing the good. If they if they remain fourth uh, for a fourth Just, weekend, I'll be really surprised. Actually, that's. I mean, I'm kind of glad. I wa- I want DC to succeed as much as they've been sucking. <laughs> Like I'd like for the universe to get some footing, and then hopefully they find their rhythm and they don't cut the cord short. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. If it was a total I, failure,
0: I mean DC's not going anywhere. They're still making they're gonna, fucking money off this yeah, fucking. They're gonna. They just their, greenlit yeah, Man of yeah.
1: Steel too. I mean, God.
0: I mean, they're they're not gonna slow down because their whole competition is Marvel. So even if yeah. they make shit films, they're still gonna make money off of them because all of us motherfuckers are gonna go see them because we can't say no. Right, yeah, right, right. We're addicted. And we might right. See
4: that's it it, yeah. That's what I think it is. It's, it's, our a symptom it's that we're our starting to see. Well, yeah, pretty much. Yeah.
3: Stephen, like, like you are saying earlier, it's because they're comic book films. People are going to go see them. Like, we're a bit more in the know since we right. read the comics or at least even watched the trailers. Most of the people that go to these are just like, oh, the new Marvel movie's out. Let me go see it. They haven't even seen trailers. Like, right. I remember uh, seeing Winter Soldier. And there's people behind me gasping when the reveal of Bucky is the Winter Soldier. And it's like, they never oh. saw the trailer, which already shows it in there. Or even the posters <laughs> that say Bucky yeah. is the Winter Soldier. Yeah. It's like, they know nothing. They just they go in to see these films. Yeah. And so it is <laughs> like a funny thing in a the theater, like listening to people people's reactions. And that's, like, and that's,
4: that's the thing that the, the studios are banking off of right now. Yeah.
3: Just the name recognition of, like, oh, yeah. it's a Marvel film, I have to go see yeah. that. Which, thankfully, they do really good films, so. Yeah.
1: Another commentary about Marvel and DC stuff is, I try to go into a DC movie, well, A, with low expectations at this point, but also <laughs> to realize that I shouldn't be conditioned by Marvel movies as to what a superhero movie should be. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't, because the movies, Marvel has been good almost every time, so it's easy to be conditioned to, like, this is what a superhero movie should be. You're right. But, but you know, we got to be open-minded and all that, but even on top of that, movies like Suicide Squad and Batman vs. Superman, they're just not good movies, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know?
4: They're just, like, event things, you know, just, like, throw a bunch of crap at them and it's, it's like r-
0: it's yeah. literally throwing shit Amusement. to the wall and see, see what's sticking and then they're going to go from there. Yeah, mm-hmm. I hope so. I mean, that's what it seems like. I mean,
3: they're I definitely know. like,
1: you know, going off of the criticism of, of Batman versus Superman with making it lighter for Justice League, talking about they wanted more Grant Morrison, less Frank Miller, which is, you know, that's a good
4: Yeah, point thank God. To make. Like, yeah. Let's, let's all get over Frank Miller for a second.
1: Yeah, yeah, I feel the same way. I was never in love with yeah. Frank Miller. I mean, whatever. I mean, a lot of people yeah. are. I get he, it. He had his hits,
4: and he's fine. He's great. He's done some great shit that we've all liked. But yeah, it's like it's time, and that's it's time to move on. People also so. got to
1: remember that like there were three Batman movies that were really heavy, and had very little humor, and they were right. excellent. They were fucking right. excellent. Okay, Dark Knight Rises wasn't so good, but it was better than the recent, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, movies they've been making. So it's not necessarily a lack of humor or whatever, or being dark. I know they're Batman movies, but you know what I mean. Like it could still work. It's just it's something yeah. else. There's something else that's the problem. It, yeah. like, like even Justice League might even be a, a lot lighter.
3: But, but that it might not necessarily fix it.
1: Yeah, it might not be great. Even that, like it's not. That's not the only problem. You know.
3: They need to watch
0: some of these DC animated movies. Take some notes.
1: Yeah, basically yes.
0: I just watched uh, Justice League versus Team Titans, and that shit was awesome. Was it? I I got like misty eyed in it and shit, and I was like, I didn't (laughs) even feel that for two fucking DC live action movies. (laughs) Like at no point did I connect with any character, and these are fucking animated characters voiced by people I can't even fucking see. You know? (laughs) Right, 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 right. It's not my favorite DC animated, but it was good. It was better than. You know, Batman versus Superman and Suicide Squad put together. Batman Ar- Assault on Arkham is a better Suicide Squad movie than Suicide Squad.
1: Everybody says that. I haven't it, seen dude, that one, is. but it is. It's great.
0: It's it's you got you got your Batman. You got all the same players in it, basically. Joker's in it. It's a better Joker story. He's locked up. Har- you think Harley Quinn's over him? But she never is. You know how Harley <laughs> Quinn rolls. She releases that motherfucker. Shit goes crazy. Batman's like. At like 60% through that entire film, he's like fucked up through most of it. It's great, man. That movie's fucking dope. But and it's also like a hard PG-13 because I was watching. I was like, oh shit, Deadshot and Harley Quinn just had sex. What?
4: <laughs> yes. I'm watching so, it right now. Dude, it's it's,
0: it's it's a it's a lot of fun. Like those DC animated movies are fucking awesome. Yeah, and I'm it's I was like kind of surprised. Ones suck.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, and that's why I'm like so excited about like instead of them making a justice league dark live action movie that they were like you know what maybe we can't do this let's do an animated feature It's like fuck yeah cuz maybe i'll get to i'm going to see swamp thing now whereas Is maybe we're going to do him. it uh, i mean he's that's been the rumor forever but i don't know i would love for him to do it but he just want
4: his, help, his like, hellboy it's... animateds are pretty good anyway
0: yeah it's like i want to see him do something like that but i also want like him to do his original stuff but then I want to see him tackle something. Like, when he did Blade, I was like, oh, that Blade's fucking awesome. Like, he oh, he took Because, too. like, Blade 1 was cool. You're like, oh, this is awesome. What are they going to do in Blade 2? And they're like, oh, wait, Del Toro's got it. Don't worry about it. And it's like, oh, he does have it. This is an awesome sequel. I don't know. I'm like, I'd like I would I love for Blade it. Too. But I just, I feel like DC needs to, I, I don't know what they need to do, man. It's like, I, not even far from Marvel, but, like, look at the source material. Try to follow some of that a little closer, maybe. Seems like, like they don't have the... the DC animated. They're just based off these like comic runs, basically. Yeah,
1: yeah. like if the, if the Justice oh. League movie is anywhere near like Justice League Doom.
0: or dude, uh, fuck, man. That I dude,
1: mean, that, that, that one was great, man. I thought that was so good. And uh, I, I really hope that Batman, the solo Batman, Batfleck movie yeah. is based off of Under the Red Hood
0: i i would either say that or if they like did a fucking court of owls shit
1: yeah oh yeah dude Ah, oh, that was so good
0: court of owls was so good i feel like just to reboot batman that's what they need to do like give us a whole new character that most people haven't seen only a few people like i mean most of us have probably read that new 52 run by scott snyder but scott snyder fucking kills it everything he
2: touches his swamp yep. Thing's
0: fucking dope you know uh i can't blinking on anything else uh he
2: did witches that was really good
0: yeah, i haven't read witches but looks great i know that's been an option for a movie already and all i like shit. how
1: he 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 goes deep in the research like you're reading like a batman uh comic and you're learning about fucking chemical makeups of shit yeah like he, he he's listing like all the fucking chemicals used in whatever they're talking about
0: well when they when this came out i was like what the f- who's gonna add something new to this and like i'd read scott snyder's like swamp thing which was cool and i was like like, what Like what can he do? It's Batman. It's been done before. And then I read it, and I was like, this motherfucker did it. It's called The Court of Owls. This motherfucker introduced a new villain that has been around since forever, and no one has seen until this moment. This motherfucker did it, and it's you know what he, great.
1: You know what he said on Fat Man on Batman about that? No. He told Kevin Smith that, that it was scary in and of itself to Bruce Wayne that there was somebody that knew the layout of Gotham more than him.
0: This motherfucker is who you should be hiring to write these motherfucking scripts.
1: Yeah. I mean, there you go. Like, just like Batman considers himself knowing everything about Gotham. Yeah. And he didn't know that these guys were here the whole fucking time.
0: It's brilliant. It's fucking brilliant. Yeah. Oh, dude. I just, that's what they need to do. They Like, what they need to be doing is, like, hopefully Jeff Johns will do this, is hire these motherfuckers who are writing these comics to be like, hey, we like this, you know, fucking three volume uh, graphic novel set that you did. Would you please come and write this script, you know? And these guys will be like, yeah, because fuck yeah, we want to make fucking Hollywood money. And then they'll write a fucking amazing script. It'll be great. Stop hiring fucking script writers to do this shit. Get comic book writers to do it. With Jeff Johns
1: being the chief director or whatever, uh, hopefully we see this come in, but... I don't know. We we can't really judge until until next year when we get Wonder Woman and Justice League.
0: It's true. But, I don't know, man. Like... Watch uh, 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 Justice League versus Teen Titans. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I love the fucking, like, whoever voices Damian Wayne as Robin. That also needs to be introduced. Damian Wayne as fucking Robin needs to be introduced soon because he is great. He's like Bruce Wayne but shittier, and it's great. <laughs> he's just a little shit throughout all the anything he's in, and I love him. Yeah, like, they write him cellular. like a little bitch, right? No, like, he's, like, a fucking badass, like, legit, but he's just, like, fucking pompous as shit, and it's wonderful. It's, like, because Bruce, like, like, Bruce Wayne knows all and everything, you know? Like, that's how he's, like, but he has to restrain that, like, asshole in him, you know, for the most part. Yeah. unless like he's dealing with, like, the Justice League or something. But, like, Damien's, like, I'm gonna do this because this shit works. And they're, like, no, but, like, you might hurt people. He's, like, fuck that, I'll do what I want. And you're, like, oh, Damien and then it works and he like and he probably hurts someone and he's like but I got it accomplished and they're like that's not the end goal and he's like but I did it and it's like okay like I don't know it's so great like I love Damien so much like uh, Son of Batman is also another good DC animated movie Uh, Batman Bad Blood is also really good as well
1: I think actually Johnson and I watched uh, Son of Batman together when he was here in LA
0: yeah which one was that?
1: It was Batman. I don't know. I think we only watched one Batman animated movie together. Mm. Can't remember. So
0: <laughs> like I was just,
1: uh... Johnson didn't like it that much. Uh, so no, I mean I probably did. I just uh, blanking on it. All right. Yeah. yeah. Not so memorable. Maybe. I mean, was so... it the three D animated one? No. That was yeah. We watched that maybe for a second. That was another another one. Ah. Uh... I thought it was okay, but I think there's been better ones. Sure,
0: yeah. I I think I just like Damien so much. I think he's, like, the best Robin. Really? Like, watching his progression through, uh, um, like, the comics I've read with him and stuff, I just, I like that, like, someone who's raised by a villain and trying to get over, like, being a, uh, like, he knows that if he kills this villain, it's all over. But trying to uh, adopt his father's, you know the way batman feels about everything is very hard and i really like that of him struggling with trying to do the right thing throughout comics because he's been raised by like the worst people you know right and that's why i like him it's not like batman just pulling someone off the streets and be like oh your whole family was murdered i get you dude come because this person's inherently already good he's seen the worst shit but it's like damien's just bad he's a terrible person and to watch him like come from that like Come from that side to be like try to be a hero, and like watching him try to be like a leader to the Teen Titans is so cool, because he's like he's not like you know any of the other Robins who have like they're like, I'm just trying to be Batman, I'm trying to be the good guy or the light-hearted Robin, you know.
1: The guy that uh, cosplayed as Red Robin in my cosplay documentary I made a couple years ago, he said that Tim Drake was his favorite because he didn't have like like a bad beginning or whatever. He didn't need any darkness to push him into into some into helping people. He just liked helping people. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But then he ultimately becomes a terrible person. Really? Well, Red Hood is not the best person when you meet him.
1: <laughs> oh, Red Hood, yeah. yeah. Whoa, 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 wait. Spoiler. Wait, 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 no, that's Jason Todd though. Oh yeah. I'm thought I'm talking about Tim Drake. Okay. It's another one. Oh yeah. The third Robin, apparently.
4: Too Tim much. Drake was like the Peter Parker Robin.
1: Yeah, kind of. He shows up in uh, Kingdom Come, too, yeah. as Red Robin.
0: That shit is fucking tight. That's one of the most epic they things. They
1: that movie. <laughs> that should be... If they get the Justice League 3 and they make Kingdom Come, yeah. that could actually kill Marvel, dude, if they did it right. That yeah. should, God, that shit would be epic, dude.
0: I can't even imagine how long it took to fucking paint draw that comic
1: wow oh yeah
0: ross yeah dude
1: i like that style all right anyway moving on um let's see maddie you want to talk about uh it and pennywise
0: dude yes i do because this is my shit if there's anything mm-hmm. on this podcast is like and it's horror movie talk i gonna <laughs> say it right now i think <laughs> we because none of y'all motherfuckers watch any of them
1: I think both of our yep. listeners know that you have, <laughs> <laughs> you, you really like creatures. Oh, dude, yeah.
0: I love it. Uh, Pennywise is great. I love Tim Curry's version of it. Uh, that fucking television movie, the first half of that movie is fucking solid when you're following those little kids around. is great. Part two, when they're fucking adults, I just can't buy. I mean, I get it. Like, it's a horrifying experience, but like at the same time, it's like you're fucking adult, man the fuck up. Um, <laughs> but moving on, I think the new Pennywise looks great. I think the costume design is fucking brilliant. He actually looks pretty fucking creepy. And I'm very interested to see, like, with all the production stills that I've seen of, like, the house. And it just looks fucking cool, man. I, I was kind of nervous about it, like, just because I thought the movie Mama was okay. There's some definitely cool scares in it. And I thought towards the end, though. It's kind of like blossoming me in the film. So I was like kind of nervous about it. But it is an adaptation. I don't know who wrote the screenplay. So, but uh, I just think Pennywise new look looks dope. Because um, I, I was kind of nervous because they were picking someone younger. Because I think Tim Curry was like in his 40s or like 40s or something when he played that role. And he's like, in, that, that Pennywise is fucking iconic as shit, man. Like, especially with like when he has like the fucking shark teeth and shit. Like, scary shit. But I love the new look. I'm excited to see how far they'll push a lot of the, uh, just like what they couldn't do in a television movie for that time to see what they can do now with like all the advancements in technology and stuff. But I'm in, man. Let's do it. It looks fucking dope so far. I haven't seen trailer yet. hope there's one soon, but man. Anyone <laughs> else want to talk about horror movies? No one cares. No one gives a shit. I had a confession.
1: <laughs> I've never seen it what?
0: God damn it, Andrew! I've never—I
1: don't know. Like, it was always in in the video store, and it was a horror movie that was two VHSs long. And I was like, <laughs> it's like I don't know, man. I'm not that gonna do this.
4: Yeah, part one sucks. I mean, part two sucks. It's really? Terrible. Okay. People
1: part
0: always talked about like, it in school
1: too. Yeah.
0: It's like it, it's like everything you love in Stranger Things, except there's a fucking demonic clown tormenting children. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: All right, all right. So
0: I like just watch that first part. I mean, finish it, but. I don't know. The second part, just that's what worries me because they have also broke this film into two parts. So we will get the kids segment of it and then we will get the adult one. And the adult one, uh, I'm more nervous about than the kid one because like kids going up against a supernatural being is always going to be a good time, you know, like whatever they're, however they decide to try to kill this thing is always going to be great. It's going to be fun, you know, but it's like when you get to the adults, it's like, you know, like what's believable like what's believable at this point but part one looks dope I'm excited for it I think the costume looks great um, definitely like all the like references they're pulling from old timey like clown costumes and stuff um, and there's also this weird kind of prosthetic on his head too that's like really ripply because I'm not going to spoil it for anyone but there is something under that clown
1: remember killer clowns from outer space yes yeah. <laughs> I, dude I love that one I thought that one was really awesome that movie yeah. has
4: great cinematography
1: it I really see, it does. It really I does. i to that shit again. That yeah. shit was
4: so good, dude. always awesome. I
1: think I caught that shit on HBO when I was a kid.
4: P.T. Bottom said it so long ago. The,
1: the wow. <laughs> you like, shoot him in the nose, right? Dude, I listened to that shit on my iPod. God, yeah, you fucking weirdo. Oh, I When I had an iPod. <laughs> Killer Clowns
4: is the jam. It is the jam. Those uh, crazy straws, too. Yeah, I love that. Out of the cotton candy fucking yeah. cocoons. <laughs> Some fucking genius. I can like... use another one of those. <laughs> another,
1: like, uh, comedy horror. Kind Came of. up, yeah. yeah. Juggalos.
0: Krampus was
3: pretty good. Yeah. Krampus,
4: I haven't seen that, actually.
3: Krampus was yeah.
5: good.
4: He said a <laughs> it bit was, reluctantly. Yeah. It was kind of... The end was kind of unsatisfying, but... yeah. The setup is so good. Like, the first half of that movie is really good. When you see Krampus, like, leaping from oh, house dude. to house, like, the effects are so good. And When um,
0: they finally reveal what Krampus looks like, I yeah. was like, holy shit, that's more fucked up than what I thought.
4: Yeah, he's pretty wow. cool. He's pr- yeah. I gotta watch it again. Actually, I was on a date with some ex-girlfriend who didn't like anything, so it was hard to gauge. <laughs> I'll have to watch it again because I remember one, one of the normies, it. dude. Yeah, it's one of, like a normie. <laughs> oh she, was fucking normie. Like, no, she was a hoot. I, I like hooch. the ending because it's kind hooch. of like
0: that Twilight Zone ending, had had they kind of like always did in those like 80s horror movies <laughs> that were kind of like one-offs. It's just like you're like you think that it's yeah. over, but there's more to it than this, and you're like, oh, Duh. Shit. yeah. But that's also why I like trick or treat and stuff. Like, Treat's like
3: awesome. Yeah, that's really good. Um,
0: but yeah, like, I agree. There needs to be like more, uh, like more horror comedies. Man, that shit like Ash versus mm-hmm. Evil Dead, fucking great show. Oh great. yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. Creepy, yeah. creepy creature design, fucking weird, fucking funny as shit. It's so good.
3: Yeah. Uh, right. Speaking well, of Krampus, uh, my girlfriend and I are looking into the Universal Studios Halloween Horror Nights, and they're gonna have a Krampus uh, maze as okay. well yeah, this year. Oh I was
0: talking. I was like, I was thinking about trying to like uh, come. Like, is that gonna be when I'm there?
3: Yeah. Yeah, they have it's like September through November. How expensive so. is this shit? It's
2: like seventy. That's yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Can get scared?
4: Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> shit. I'll so drop it. You're coming
4: <laughs> at the right time, man. Dude, you yeah. could pay me twenty bucks. I'll scare you. <laughs> are, you, are you sure, are you sure you yeah, I'll put that? on my I'll put on my Krampus costume well it's
0: one of those things that's like I've always missed it like every year like they do like really cool stuff if they're like launching yeah. a cool horror movie at all like I'd have loved this scene the Crimson Peak one because I fucking love that movie yeah that was uh, really this, good last year the Thing the thing one looked fucking great when the uh, remake God, came God. out and despite how you feel about it I like the Thing remake or the thing prequel slash remake uh, despite uh, it's CG-ness yeah um, <laughs> I have, a, I have a really good rant about why I like The Thing remake prequel more than I like Prometheus.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. oh, I'm not against that. Um. I, I got into <laughs> anyway, a Prometheus argument
4: today.
0: Basically, wow. I like The <laughs> Thing prequel more because it's basic, It's all I wanted. I wanted to know what happened at the Norwegian camp, and that's what they gave me.
4: That's oh, all yeah, I really that is wanted. pretty good.
0: And they like, why that axe is in the door, they show you. Why that guy cut his wrist, they show you. It's great. It's fucking great. It's all I wanted to know. Do I need another Thing movie? No, I'm satisfied. What if it's um,
4: set in New York City? The Thing? <laughs> <it's dumb>. The <laughs> whole thing about that
0: movie that works is it's in, Arna, in, Arna, in Antarctica. But, what if
4: it stars um,
1: Jamie Foxx? What if Metallica's playing? Oh, yeah, Metallica. You had me a Jamie Foxx. had <laughs> me The um,
4: fucking Thing remake. But what the is Jaden Smith? It's about, <laughs> he's the thing.
0: I mean, yeah, sure. We'll do that. I'll watch that movie. Hey, I mean, maybe. I saw Suicide Squad, so
2: I'll watch that. Yeah, yeah there you, you go. Actions, Hollywood Horror Nights. What? You got the big hitters. You got Chan- uh, Texas Chainsaw, Freddy vs. Jason, Halloween. And then oh, you got Krampus.
0: versus Jason so much.
2: Yeah, man. Then you got Krampus, The Exorcist, American oh, Horror sweet, Story.
0: because Exorcist TV is coming out.
2: yeah. What about the Universal Classic Monsters or whatever?
0: Is I think they there? kind of
2: stopped that. that, that oh, whole, man. That, that whole place is, I think well, they tore it down. They're, they're renovating it for something else. I like but the Classic they're redo- Monsters. They're, they're redoing will be out in the daytime.
0: Movies. They're redoing all those movies. Like, Tom Cruise is in the new Mummy remake right now. Ugh, right. So they're trying to re- I, I, think I thought he died last year. No, he didn't.
4: Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, man. Damn. I thought he died on the set of Mission Impossible 10. He's not metal. <laughs> and then you got, uh, you got anyway, the sorry.
2: Attraction and the terror tram, and then there's something, the new Jabberwockies show. I don't know what that yeah. is. That's racist. I mean, I... <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, man. I mean, it seems like there's, like, a lot of shit to do when I'm there, so that'll be awesome. Mm-hmm.
1: I'd like to have, like, a classic movie, like, Universal Horror Night. Like, we just, like watch all of the old ones, man. Yeah,
4: that'd be cool. Wolfman, uh, we,
1: the the what's the the C one? We
4: should we, have pre- ru- pre- Run the Black Lagoon. Yeah, we should C have C running Black commentary. <laughs> Sounds fucking great. That'd be awesome. Dude we should just watch the reviews
0: when we have like slow superhouse. Like when there's no yeah. shit to talk about. I just hey, watched this watch
4: piece it. of shit movie. <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking stupid. This movie was terrible,
0: but then we watched Frankenstein, and Frankenstein was legit.
4: Frankenstein's my shit.
0: (laughs) Boris Karloff.
4: Boris Karloff's my G.
0: (laughs) All right, Andrew, Joey, sell me on Kubo. Go.
1: I haven't seen it. I haven't either. There's no one who's seen it. Let's not spoil it, but Joey, you want to take it away?
2: I liked it a lot. You know, I love me some Samurais um some some ancient uh, feudal japanese culture um the designs were great um i liked it a lot i i, uh, I really enjoyed it um let's see i do know where i want to start um you know kubo was he was he was kind of cool looking you know he kind of lives in a cave with his mom um so he's just got his little uh his little, what what would you call that andrew what not the cake? A, not a banjo or a guitar, but Oh, it's actually called a shamisen. A shamisen, okay.
1: Yeah, it's a Jap- traditional Japanese instrument. It's like a banjo kinda.
2: Yeah. So he like goes into town and like, you know, tells his little stories, and so he's kind of like a storyteller and kinda of makes money to help feed him and his mom. Um and then some stuff happens. And the uh, the monster designs were there's some monsters, the designs of those are really cool. Um I really like the, the Okay, so they're having to go find three pieces of armor. Um, and so obviously each one is like sort of a test uh, to get the armor, and the first one, you know, it's like the design of this monster is pretty awesome. And sort of like what they had to do to get the, that, which is the sword, um, was, pretty, was pretty great. Um, they're being uh, um, chased by his mother's Two sisters, twin sisters, voiced by Rooney Mara, and their design was was awesome. They've got these like um, <clears throat> these sort of no masks. Um, you can hear them speak, but you can't see their faces. And they've got like I um, I don't know what you ca- I don't know what you call them, Andrew. They're like a um, the hats, mini
1: sickles on chains. Oh yeah, it's a uh, cusari um, fundo,
2: I think. Okay. Um, yeah it it, it, uh, it I enjoyed it <laughs> I can't think of much to say but I, I definitely enjoyed it without really giving anything away um, <clears throat> the monkey character and the samurai uh, beetle character voiced by Matthew McConaughey and Charlize Theron were really good um, Matthew McConaughey's character was really funny um, but I, th- I think it's one of you know the, the last Leica film was uh, Box Trolls so and I don't think too many people saw that, um, and uh, I guess the reviews weren't so great. But um, you know, it's kind of its own thing. Uh, but it's Kubo's definitely another uh, sort of Leica masterpiece for sure.
1: Yeah, I thought it was fucking awesome, man. It was kind of surprising how good it was. I, I think I've I might have seen Paranorman on a on a plane, but I don't think I've seen any other Leica project. And I think that it was really, um, they did the research. The Japanese stuff felt very authentic, and I can't say that for a lot of fucking American movies. And my girlfriend felt the same way, and she is Japanese. And she actually did not like the trailer or the look of the character going in. But she loved the movie when we walked out. It's based on, um, well, the the setting is is based on what's called Obon, which is kind of like a Japanese Halloween, where, um... It's a ritual... Not a ritual, but you, like, go to your uh, your ancestors' graves and pray that they come to the from the spirit world to see you, I think. It's almost like and a day they, of the dead. It's a day of the dead type of thing, and then you see them go back into the spirit world, and it's it's usually in around this time. It's in August, and it's the closest Japanese holiday to Halloween, which is cool because there are a lot of horror elements, and you get to see, like...
2: Wait, what?
1: Yeah, there are. There are. It's kind of... You know, there's, there's monsters and shit in it, and...
0: Uh, Sold.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so that's all I had to say, Maddie. And um, the costuming is really, like, looks really kind of traditional. Um, the way the... There's, like, a festival scene, and the women are doing, like, this kind of festival <laughs> dance, and that looked on point as well. Um, I'm kind of picking it apart too much, but yeah, the samurai stuff is really good, Matt McConaughey is really funny. Uh, Charlie Theron is great. And ultimately, the movie just has a lot of heart. Like you you'll probably cry when you watch it. I was tearing up a bit myself.:
2: Yeah, I was as well.
1: <laughs> I mean, like they't they do they, they, it'll get really actiony and then there's like moments where they kind of take a breather, and it's not boring because it's so emotional. And I feel like a lot of movies are kind of missing that. It's like you don't just take a break just to take a break. You take a break to kind of unpack all the emotion that's happening. And this movie captured that really well, and I was glad to see a combination of all the heart mixed in with Japanese mythology and just overall look of the film. Um, I, I mean, I, there's a. Back to the Obon thing, it's O B O N. Uh, I. I thought, I, I was questioning in the movie, like, do they actually go to the graves to pray? And I asked my girlfriend that when, when we walked out, and she's like, yeah, but they do that, or we do that. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, I didn't know that. So, um, that was cool. Um, great. I think it's a great movie. It's. I haven't seen Finding Dory this year, but I think it's probably the best animated movie I've seen this year. Yeah. Uh, like, Secret uh, Life of Pets was, was good, but I think this was better.
2: I definitely think it was better. Um, so, like, when he tells the stories in the, uh, the, the town, he kind of, he kind of has, like, these, like, origami papers, and so, like, they kind of dance around while he's, like, playing his, um his little banjo instrument, um, and they're kind of telling the story, and, like, throughout the movie, he kind of, kind of creates this little, like, his father's name is Hanzo, like, this, like, you know, well-known, Samurai slash. Um, you probably know more of the actual history of a Andrew but um, I think he was like a possibly a leader of a of ninja or something. You know, you hear the name a lot. They probably
1: took it from Hanzo Atori, which is a famous yeah. samurai in their history. That's a real real guy
2: that from their history. Um, and so he creates this little like origami figure that kind of like uh, leads them where they need to go, and he's he kind of does little funny stuff and always gets smashed, and you know. It, it, it's cool little power that he has. That he can sort of control these like these like origami papers when he's playing, and they kind of do funny stuff.
1: Right. It's just yeah. It's there's a lot of magic in it, and there's a lot of you know I don't know. It you should definitely see it. It's definitely worth a, worth a watch.
0: Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I just like I don't know I haven't been really drawn to like a lot of the animated movies that have been coming out recently like this one looks cool but I just don't know I didn't want to like go see it in the theater it's like probably something I'll rent
2: you'll like it there's some
1: good monsters in it for sure see see a matinee you know we saw a matinee we paid six bucks for it so I mean yeah
0: cool I mean it sounds good like you guys like everything you've said is everything I like about like uh, monster films and samurai films so there's no reason I shouldn't except, except I just want to be a hater for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it, the
1: title makes sense too. You're like two strings. What the fuck? That's not in the trailer. And then you'll see it's good. Real
5: good. Yeah.
2: It's yeah. I, mean, I definitely understand like the, the sort of state of sort of animation films. It's like a lot of like animals as people or you just mainly, you kind of feel like you're seeing the same thing. Yeah. Kind of over and over again, just sort of telling a different story. And, um, you know, it it's nice to see something that's completely different uh told than just like, you know, animals that speak.
1: You're right. Yeah. yeah. I think it's just humans It's, oh, well, no, I'll take it back. There's the monkey and the beetle person samurai guy.
0: Yeah, I don't really <clears> mind that. Like there's some of those <clears> like uh oh, god, I can't remember the name of that movie. The Great Yokai War, that one. Where it's like uh, it's a Mike film.
2: Uh I don't think was, I've like, seen it. Though
0: it's like uh it's like this kid or something and it's like this big war they have to take out and this big demon lady but it's like all the like japanese mythology like the turtle that has like the water bowl for a head and like that's
1: a uh, kappa uh,
0: like all that shit is in it um like i love that shit those monsters are fucking weird looking like the umbrella that has like eyes and shit like yeah i like that guy you know, too there's some fucked up shit man but <laughs> yeah you know I, I like that stuff i should see it i don't know why i'm being such a hater <laughs> I think I've just had like a pretty shitty experience going to see movies in the theater this year so far, except for like Civil War and like the green room was fucking, or green room was great. Um, But like most of the big things I was kind of excited for pretty much let me down. So I was like, anything I watch now, I like, I watch the trailer and I'm like, I don't know, man, could be good, could be terrible, like everything else.
1: There's been a lot of articles this year about like why this summer had a really bad season of blockbusters.
0: Yeah, like, I think if, everybody's feeling that. Like, if there's yeah. anything I should have been excited about, it should have been, like, that new Independence Day movie, but, like, I had no desire at all to see that, except yeah, for, like, maybe there'd no be more alien it. shit. There's I no mean, reason. I'll rent it, because I have to see it. Right. Uh, like, I don't feel like the draw to the movies was, like, besides comic book movies, because, like, honestly, I think we've all talked about it. we're all going to go see that shit. Every one of them that comes out, we will see it. But it's just like a lot of television I've been watching recently has been 10 times better like Stranger Things, you know, just other shit that's like come on. Like I've been shameless, I just finished all that. That's been great. Yeah, but you know, and it's just like if I can just stay at home and watch like fucking great shit, why would I do that instead of going and spending $20 at the movie theater opening night to see this like half-assed movie? And I feel like that's the it's that that's been the summer for me, you know? And that should be, I should be talking about all the crazy shit I've been seeing.
1: I think uh, the the remake, the era of remakes might be closing with, I mean, with Ben-Hur crashing and all that. I mean, it's, I I think Hollywood's going to recognize that this whole remake reboot thing is just not, you know, it's not, not working anymore.
0: I mean, there's a way to do it and there's a way not to do it. Does Ben-Hur need to be remade? No, it does not. You don't touch that shit. But, like, I don't know, like, uh, just because Don't Breathe comes out, like, next week, I'm really excited about that horror movie. mm mm-hmm. um, And I thought, fucking, the guy who's directed that, he did an Evil Dead remake that I thought was fucking great. I liked it. Glorious it. shit, yeah. fucking scary as fuck. It yeah, wasn't, like They just took the humor out of it and made, like, a fucking horror film, which was great. It's like, we already have the Bruce Campbell version. I don't need to see that again. Show me something different. Show me another take. And that's that's what you want when you watch, like, remakes and stuff. It's like... Why the thing is so good? It's not. It's not the thing from outer space. It's just called the thing. It's something different. Like you have to bring something new to the table. I'll watch a remake. It just has to be a new idea invo- and <laughs> something new in it. You know.
2: Did you see RoboCop? Yeah,
0: <laughs> I. I liked the I, new RoboCop. Stephen but... and I had a discussion on camera noise about yeah. like our, oh, okay. I, I love Joel Kinneman. Like I loved him in The Killing, and that yeah. was like my main draw to it. see that uh, movie, just because I think he. Like, he's, like, Swedish, but his, like, fucking, like, Detroit, like, fucking white boy shit is so good. Like, yeah. He he just fucking, like, he just fucking channels that shit. But the thing I liked about the RoboCop remake was, uh, you actually got to see RoboCop move the way you think, like, someone with, ro- like, with enhanced robotics would move. Like, I love RoboCop, the first RoboCop. Joey's sporting the shirt right now. None of you can see it. It's fucking great. I love the old RoboCop movies. They're <laughs> fucking great. But to see them update it... To where he can run and actually... It was just cool to see that shit. I think the last half of that film is the worst part of it. But yeah, Stefan yeah. and I talked about the part where when they pull away all his armor to show what's left of his actual human self. Mm-hmm. Because like when so you're watching good. Robocop 1, you know it's a dude in a suit. The entire fucking time. But when he pulls away and it's like his lungs and heart and fucking brain and his and face and then like, like a fucking hand and he just loses it and like it's the most emotional part in that movie is like what would you do if you lost your entire like self and i think that's like that's what they should have followed with that film Mm -hmm. instead of making it like the action like of course robocop has to have action i'm not saying that right but they should have followed that more they should have dove more into that like his wrestling with becoming like is he still human or is he a robot now right can he come back from that and they touch on it towards the end a little bit like Mm -hmm. when that final showdown like I like that Robocop remake I mean it's not great what I've done so if I was a filmmaker and someone gave me that franchise but I've done something differently I would call all you guys in and yes we would
2: have yeah mm-hmm. and they they talked know. about like a lot of the the politics and just sort of like how to yeah. you know, making this sort of uh human robot and that's yeah. something they really didn't do with the original that I like um but yeah I mean as far as like the action it, a lot of it could have been better but um uh, they did they definitely um focused more on um the sort of like should we or shouldn't we and sort of the politics of it. Yeah. This time around.
0: I, I love when he just gets so fucked up at the end, like when he's fighting the two uh I forget what they're fucking called. The giant the e. uh Yeah. But like called. my favorite thing is this movie is watching like the main character get like fucked up and like his suit get destroyed. I like love that shit, man. which is like oh shit like they're fucking him up like how is he going to survive like I love that Uh, yeah I like the remake I don't like I mean the the, the original has a special place in my heart I saw it when I was younger like most like you know I mean you guys know me like the shit I like I love that original shit but I am always game for I'll watch any remake that comes out of something I loved as a kid Uh, just I'm interested to see if someone's going to bring something new to the table Um, every time so you know I don't know. But I agree with you too, Andrew. Like, I think we should get off that path. I mean, I'm like, I, I've read, I recently in my life I've decided to try to read as many books as I can throughout the year mm-hmm. just because I wasn't reading a lot and I just felt like it was something I was missing and was all, I was getting really tired of movies at the time and television. Um, so and I was like, there's probably this whole plethora of like great fucking ideas out there that I'm not even touching on. And I've read so many fucking cool ass stories that have not been made into films that might have been touched on in films. But it's just like God. Pick up a fucking book, Hollywood. Fucking read it and make that shit. Like, I have to name at least five things I would love to see. Like, just looking at my bookshelf right now, that would make fucking kick-ass movies. Like that, people would be like, "What the fuck? Where has this been? When did this book come out in the '80s?" And we're just seeing it fucking now. Fucking great,
2: man. My yeah, movie. it's like let's just yes. stop doing a remake and just do like another sequel, or yeah. something. Or you know, this I, I, could I, I, be yeah, like yeah. this could be like you know, you you had the original sort of. Um, uh, blank on his name. Uh, you know, RoboCop in the first three movies. Now it's like a new day, it's a new era, um, and now we have like you know an, another RoboCop or you know something like that. Um, all these remakes could easily just be like, you know, like we had like the Karate Kid. It just could you could have just named it Kung Fu Kid. It didn't have yeah. to be Karate Kid. Just like obviously little... they're not doing karate because they're in fucking China. But yeah. you know, that it just slight change would have made Kid. a huge difference. Yeah, just like something definitely... like
0: that. Steph and I talked about that after we saw it. Like when we saw it in the theater, we mm-hmm. were like, if they would have just called that shit Kung Fu Kid, it would been fucking great. It's
4: great, dude. I love that movie.
0: That movie's so fucking. Jackie
4: good. Chan's fucking awesome in it. Even yeah, Jayden, he's got
1: a great scene, man. That every, Smith, everything yeah. Kung Fu is everywhere. Scene. Yes.
3: Yeah. Oh
4: man, that was real good. And the part
0: when like, the part when he's like breaking down when he find out about mm-hmm. his past when he's drinking in that. The way that car they tell that story it, too, like, good. like so, oh, that.
4: so good. But anyway fucking karate kid
0: that's the thing like i don't think remakes or like like remakes aren't that can't like they can be good like we've seen good ones it's not like all of a sudden we just started getting remakes like remakes have been around for fucking ever man yeah i think a lot of people forget that like some of my favorite like i like when i first saw the thing by john carpenter i didn't realize that was a remake until i was older you know, right. because the original is called "Thing from Outer Space," but it's mm-hmm. like, oh, well, is that the same thing? Or because yeah. I haven't seen that one. Yeah,
4: and like it there. It seems are like the generational gap. It seems like the generational gap isn't wide enough to warrant certain remakes, like Red Dawn, or something. Yeah, yeah I actually just didn't like mind that one so
0: that much, base. but uh, it's forgettable,
4: for yeah. sure. But that, yeah,
2: it's like uh, Scarface was a was a remake. Yeah, yeah. done totally differently, but
4: yeah, Scarface
2: sort of a different setting but um yeah i went to scarface
1: not knowing anything about it and i was expecting an italian uh mobster and <laughs> i got it like, from me pussy 15 minutes <laughs> into it i'm like he's supposed to be latino what
0: what is going like, on mother, here motherfuckers
4: cuban there did you guys see
0: yeah. that uh, Facebook or YouTube video of those, like, little kids? The little the kids
4: playing it?
2: What the <laughs> fuck, dude?
0: That teacher was like, he's like, I'm out. This is what we're doing for the theater. Mm-hmm.
4: Peace.
0: This a school place. <laughs> the end of you, mother- Starface?
4: Yeah, not, you the end of the You not? You haven't seen it? Starface. It's no, so I haven't good. seen that yet. The little, they go, mother fudger. <laughs> on stage, it's so crazy dude it's like weird it's like you you can't believe that they actually got away with little kids performing <laughs> it was like talking about cocaine and everything but all the swears are like shit it,
0: it has like a, a, a pile of like fucking popcorn on his uh, fucking desk it's oh, great dude. That,
4: li- that little kid <laughs> that little kid when he's getting shot and he like stays stands repeatedly getting shot while they're yeah. going through some dialogue on stage and he's just like sitting there convulsing it's fucking hilarious. It's
0: the, it's the cutest thing. That's what oh, I want my, my God. Kids, to do Scarface adaptions yes. at their school.
1: Holy shit, I didn't know that. didn't know <laughs> I, that if existed. I,
0: if, if I was like the school teacher, was like, you have to put on a school play. I'm like, all right, kids, we're doing the thing. Get ready.
2: All right. <laughs>
4: that would be tight, dude. I'm all about What'd that. Be? My dream right now is to do the 1989 Ninja Turtles as a stage play. Oh my like, like Like moving and rotating sets and shit in some warehouse somewhere. Pizza with... Dude's got 30 seconds. Yeah, Pizza Dude's got 30 <laughs> seconds. I'm in as long
0: as that line's in
4: there. I'm he, in right? as oh, the script so, okay. word for word so the audience members could be quoting every word of it. That scene uh, where Splinter appears, he appears as an apparition
1: above the fire. I am still with in you. In upstate New York? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, when he <laughs> calls him My Sons, it's like, ah!
4: He's alive! Ah, Splinter's alive! We know so he's good. alive, Leo. What we a good fucking movie. Dude. No, the first Ninja Turtles is... Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, were, we were spoiled, dude.
0: I remember my mom took me to see that, and when Raphael was like, Damn! My mom <laughs> looked I know. at me, she was like... She gave me that look, she was like, What are we watching? I was like, Mom, it's Raphael, he's a loose cannon. You don't know what he's going to do.
4: <laughs> <laughs> he's a loose cannon. He's got Damn. anger issues, Mom. Raphael goes, Now I know what it's like to drive or to travel without a green card. And then, later, and then later, Donatello calls Casey Jones claustrophobic. And Casey Jones goes, what? I never even looked at another guy. <laughs> a Jose Canseco bat? That's Tell a me. Jose Canseco bat. You didn't pay money for this.
2: <laughs> dun, 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 that movie's music. so fucking good, man. Oh, man. That looked like a giant toaddle. Yeah. You going to <laughs> LaGuardia? Yeah. <laughs> He's <laughs> got like a wide, uh, wide shot city. Damn. Yeah, damn.
4: <laughs> we, got, we got to fucking watch that with running commentary. Superhouse watches Ninja Turtles 89. Dude, that's a pretty bitch. good idea, man. Directed Wait. by Steve Barone, who directed the AHA video for, or the Take On Me video for AHA. Really? Yeah, if you didn't know that little fact Holy Ninja shit Turtle balls. eating soupy ass. Wow. Wait, Sorry.
1: what was that? <laughs> But yeah, Dreams. Did we want to move on to Amazon pilots? Anybody watching those? I've Not only go. seen
2: um, jean Claude Van Johnson. <laughs> I really want to watch that. I what
4: is that yesterday. all about?
2: So it's 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 almost like another J C V D. That movie's like fucking it's, dope. It's, that movie it's, is it's, great.
4: Yeah. it's Lou. It's Louis with martial arts. Louis, okay. starring jean Claude Van Damme. Are you like, fucking Louis, serious, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Jean-Claude Van Gogh Ge- I think it's I like, have to watch this It's super meta He's like yeah. you know, He plays like a more pathetic version of himself It's about him The whole premise is that He's been this actor for a long time And had to make all these shitty movies In order to uh, cover up the fact That he's actually like um, oh, A okay, heavily he, trained He's like a heavily trained special ops Like he's the dude You want something done He gets it done um, So he, he ends up having to come out of retirement While having to like uphold the charade of being john claude van johnson or or whatever man
2: this is like right up my alley or his yeah, real like name DC.
4: is john claude van johnson in the show or something like that
2: so he's like trying to get back into doing like martial arts in his apartment yeah like, yeah like missing kicks yeah. and like can't do yeah. the splits anymore <laughs> <and> like, <laughs> he's old he's funny dude i love john claude it feels very 90s but then it's like it's also funny as well um yeah, I, I definitely liked it. I, I want to see more. Um, I don't know if they'll pick it up, but
4: uh, yeah, it looks, I, I definitely yeah. enjoyed it. Jean-Claude I, Van Damme and Netflix Warwick Davis need to do a movie together. He,
2: he was, was David,
4: actually he my was favorite.
1: Jean-Claude Van Damme was my favorite from that time out of all yeah. the, uh, the guys. He was definitely mine, the yeah. double 80s impact. action. That, like Demolition Man, and... Uh, wait, yeah, that's Demolition not... Man. That's fucking... That's, that's fucking... Lot, what's his name? I'm thinking Time, Cop Universal, time Cop. Universal Soldier. Universal Soldier, Bloodsport, Kickboxer, yes, yes. all those... Yes, Lionheart. Lionheart.
2: The Quest, baby. Street yeah, Fighter. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I've never seen The
1: Quest, actually. <laughs> oh,
4: dude. Oh this is so good. It's, like, it's, it's the like best.
2: Little, it's like Blood Sport and, like, Mortal Kombat, almost. Mixed okay. together, yeah. It's a it's tournament. It's secret
4: tournament. And, oh, dude, they have Capoeira go against, like... Okay, um, kung fu and shit it's like tekken it's like watching a movie yeah, made out of like, tekken starting well dude it's fucking the, street
1: it's... fighter is based on japanese people watching fucking blood sport dude yeah They're like, that could be a game
4: <laughs> right right actually the quest is probably a better street fighter movie to be honest yeah not, not not better than assassin's fist but oh yeah for sure in in terms of what they represent like different styles of martial arts the theatricality the setup's good like I feel like I, it's, it's weird, dude. Like that.
1: I think that '80s martial arts scene, with, you know, Black Belt magazine from that time and all that.
4: Yeah. I think
1: there was this big, and I think even to this day, there's this, there's this big, uh, thing where they wanted to see one style versus another. Let's get yeah. Capoeira versus a kickboxer. Let's get yeah. a Jujitsu guy versus Muay Thai. Let's, you know, Shotokan Karate versus whatever, you know, American boxing. Kumite. And uh, then and cyborg.
2: Andrew, also. I'll let you borrow the DVD when I see you next. Okay.
0: Time. Cy- okay. Cyborg's
4: good. Cyborg's good. Cyborg too. is great.
0: I watched that last time I went to Chicago. I was like home alone with just beer in front of me, and I was like, I was scrolling Netflix. I was like, yes, it is a cyborg. Getting drunk game. and <laughs> <lots of cyborg. laughs> My friends' roommates came in there, and they were like, "What the fuck are you watching?" And I was like, uh, "It's fucking cyborgs." movie. Like, hey, what are, doing?
1: <laughs>
2: like, what are we what doing? Watching,
1: sir. Read between the lines. I want to it. get the fuck BG out of though, here. So, like I should get the fuck BG. out of here. JCVD was good. Yeah. Dude, yeah. that's
0: fucking great, man. I loved it. <laughs> Every
4: Goddamn. God
0: I mean, that, that's the thing like I love that he's like kind of making fun of himself. Like he's like, "Oh, yeah. I'm like he's like Embracing I'm washed up. I can't do as much as I used to. So let's make fun of it and let's fucking give me a career again." It always yeah. felt like he should like, have been uh, a bigger
1: star than he was, you know? Dude, I yeah. think you
0: fucking ruled the fucking nineties, dude. He got know. the shaft, bro.
1: He got the shaft. I feel like,
0: uh, not I mean, in the eyes of Matty
2: Fitzgerald. Really? Okay. Was, okay. Okay. So he does the split kick, of course, uh, the the sort of jumping roundhouse, and they have the three edits like they used to, where it's like,
5: yep. blah, blah. really,
2: dude. <laughs> I was like, yes. oh my god, dude. Yes. <laughs> I don't know um, why this has not been on my radar. <laughs> this is this is my it, shit. I, I saw an article about, about it, but. About it, but... And like I was watching some on Amazon, and then I saw something about it. I was like, "Uh, okay, we're watching this next." Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> then your wife was like, "Oh my god!"
2: She watched and she actually laughed a little bit.
1: Really? Okay. I, <laughs> all right.
0: I, uh-oh. You
2: got a good lady there. You
0: got a good lady. There. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do
2: have a good lady. She's,
0: She's in for
4: the long haul. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so in.
0: how's that? How's that new tick show?
4: I like the tick.
5: Oh, you yeah,
4: It's. It's it's like it's it's Batman Begins meets the Tick cartoon. I have not <laughs> seen that new pilot yet. I haven't either. It's it's funny, dude. It's like Jackie Earl Haley plays the terror, the main bad guy. They do such a good fucking job of like making the bad guy funny and scary. Um, the new Tick dude, the costume's kind of funny looking, but the guy who plays him is great. The dialogue is really good. I liked the the Patrick Warburton one, but it was so off base. Um, yeah. you know, this one is more like it's this is like the makers of this were fans of the cartoon and the comic series, and they kind of give it like it's it feels actually more like the first Spider Man movie, um, than anything. The kid who's playing Arthur, he's really good. Um, when he gets his when he finally got his costume on and everything, I was like, yes, dude, I love it. Um, like and Toby the dialogue's Maguire's
2: really, Spider-Man or, uh... sorry yeah,
4: like Tobey Maguire Spider Man, yeah, sorry. Um, and the dialogue is really funny. It like there, I kept I expected not to like it just because it seemed like whatever or maybe get into it later. But you know I just had the time to kill I guess and I started watching it and I just like could I wanted to finish it. It was pretty fun. Cool. I'll check that out. Yeah, I'm excited to see where they take it.
2: The the third one has Kevin Bacon in it, um, but I haven't watched it yet. I might I'll have to check that one out.
4: Which one? Uh, the third one. A, the um, third pilot. There's
2: three pilots. Oh are
0: doing oh what's the Kevin like that's a new uh, television series
2: yeah well like Amazon does these things where they do like uh, they'll have like a pilot season where they'll just have the pilots come out yeah and then like I guess you sort of have to choose via voting like which one they should make into a series like Bosch was a show that it took uh, they had a pilot and I don't think it got chosen the first year but I think the second year it did I, I think um, but then, basically, like a year or so later, that full season came out. Huh. So it's kind of like that, yeah. You kind of—I don't know if it's necessarily voting, but yeah, yeah.
0: Probably how many views it gets or whatever.
2: Maybe that too, yeah.
1: I'm definitely gonna check John Claude Van Johnson out, like yeah. later tonight, after my HBO run of Vice Principals and the and la- the Night of. Oh yeah.
4: Damn, I gotta catch up on that HBO shit, on that HBO crack. It's yeah, it's I fucking need to, great, dude. I
2: need to HBO's always things. got quality stuff, man.
4: Yeah, it's they're
1: just I don't know, man. The quality's there. Almost Andrew, every time.
0: Andrew, have you seen The Wire? Actually, have not. Andrew, watch
1: that shit. Everybody says it's the best shit ever. Oh. Yeah, I, my, I know. It's in my
0: top ten shows of all time.
1: I know it's like people say Breaking Bad and The Wire. They're, everybody's like, "That's the best." If you think The Night of is
2: zesty, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is a oh, zesty.
4: I just
1: wanted to use that word
4: at that time. I don't know why. Zesty. Definitely check out
0: oh, for sure.
4: Yeah, Dude. The Wire is the motherfucker. That's that's
0: why I like The Night of because it reminds me of the oh, way The Wire. Oh, you sold is me great.
4: on The Night of. All right. Mm-hmm.
0: It's great. Like I was kind of hesitant to watch it because I was like, I don't know. Like I'd like John Totoro. And I was just like, I don't know. Uh, and then I just like, I was like, all right, one episode, let's do this. There's, I an, act- man. I there's loved, an actor
2: uh, from The Wire that's in The Night of that. Oh uh, yeah, seen Omar. Since the Wire, not Omar, somebody else. Someone else is in it. Yeah, oh, yeah, the guy, the the one
0: guy. Uh, what's his name? Freaking, I forget it his Brody? name. Brody. The Wire. Is it make Brody? Brody? I
2: think Brody. Yeah, yeah, yeah dude. I, I love
0: that kid so much. Are, dude, you guys, are you guys? Are you guys caught up? Are you guys caught up on that? Yes. No, I've I've only watched like three episodes. I need to like my uh, debit card got stolen, so I have to like reapply and sign up. For oh shit. shit!
1: Okay. So. Well, not to get too spoilery or whatever, but Joey, you're caught up, right? Yeah. Do you feel like he likes being in prison at this
2: point? I See, feel like he, he's having to survive. He it's seems like, like he is enjoying it. It's so I don't know. It's weird. It, it seems like it's 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 a bit of both. Like he's having to survive, and that he's kind of like maybe he felt like his life outside wasn't so great that he's just kind of like... I don't know. It's weird. Like Maybe he's feeling like that... I don't know. I feel like he's definitely got... He's going to have to work through some shit. Um, (laughs) Yeah. uh, Yeah. We'll see.
0: Well, I mean, he already has to work through the fact of the event that put him there.
2: Right, right.
0: And all that shit that's going on. And there's a possibility he could stay there
2: for the rest (laughs) of his life, and so he's kind of like...
0: But I'm just gonna say if you had to stay there, at least you got Omar. I mean right? I know it's not Omar, but it's Omar. Yeah. You know, so It's Omar.
1: <laughs> and, Andrew yeah. you
0: gotta watch the wire just because of Omar,
2: man. Oh I know.
1: dude. I like dude, I so mean fun. if I like the night uh of, of course I'll like that. I know, I just I've been sleeping on that for whatever reason. It's 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 yeah, a lot like to, years.
2: It's five seasons, dude. You know, it's a lot <laughs> to take in. You know? yeah.
1: This is only eight episodes. Right. Second to last one is the night.
0: Yeah dang i figured it would already be over with by now but that's cool i'm glad i can like when i re-sign up for it i'll have some episodes to watch you
1: just can binge yeah. it I'll get dude. done with
0: it that's my life binge i went die. in
1: knowing nothing about it whatsoever so the first episode it's like i didn't know that it was going in that direction Oh yeah. really trying to, not to spoil shit right here but it's like i thought it was going to be like kind of like uh, girls or something like just like oh we're going to parties in new york and hanging out and drama and whatnot. And then it's like, oh, okay, this is this show. Got it.
0: <laughs> Are you guys, uh, uh, Joey and Andrew, you both have HBO?
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: Are you guys uh, excited for high maintenance?
2: You know, I haven't seen anything about that. I, I think that I remember hearing something about it like a year ago, and then it just nothing ever happened. Nothing came up, and then yeah. now it's finally coming out, and I feel like I've kind of missed, I've forgotten what it's about really. I know it's got a lot to do with, like, sort of marijuana and this guy's, yeah, like, it's, it's riding it's a bike.
0: Like, this dude just rides his bi- rides a bike around uh, New York and delivers weed to people. And that's, like, how the drama and shit starts of the show. Okay, like, gotcha. All of his, uh, like, I think there's, like, one joke and it's, like, someone invites the weed, like, him in to, like, they invite him in. He gives him the weed and then the guy's, like, oh, can you take out the trash? And then the guy, like, picks up the bag and takes it out with him. And mm-hmm. then the girl looks at me and is like, did you just ask our weed dealer to take out the trash? And he's like, well, we just paid him. And it's just <laughs> like, like kind of like I, I, like, I don't know what to expect from it. I think it just looks cool. And like, uh, I watched the, the series How to Make It in America. Mm-hmm. And I remember watching some of those episodes on a plane, like the first two. And I'd always liked the idea of the show of these guys just like running around New York trying to like struggle to like make it in a, like the fashion industry or like some kind of art industry. Right and just like uh so high maintenance since how to make it america got canceled after two seasons i feel like high maintenance is my like my new new york like in the streets show you know? okay so, yeah i got you i got you okay so i'm i'm excited to just see where it like i mean i assume it's not all about a guy just delivering pot consistently and there's going to be more stuff there but i was kind of sold with the guy just biking around town like dancing on music and like you know, like riding his bike with no hands. I was like, I live that life. I love it. I'm sold. <laughs> so so Matt, I, didn't, I didn't deliver weed to people's house. I just rode a bike
2: a lot in Chicago. So <laughs> what do you know about Westworld? Did you, There were books, right? Did you read the books or anything? I didn't, I didn't read the books and I haven't seen the original like TV,
0: like the mini series or the TV movie. Okay. Um, but that fucking show, I was like, Because, like, it was like, oh, it's going to come out then, and then they, like, pushed it back, and I was like, what the fuck? I'm excited for this shit. Like, it looks fucking dope. Like, I cannot wait for Westworld. That looks so good. Yeah. Like, I love James Marsden. I like to see, like, I'm excited to see him. Ed Harris is also, like, fucking great and everything. I don't know how much Anthony Hopkins will be in it. I'm sure he'll just be in for, like, a couple episodes because it's fucking Anthony Hopkins. (laughs) Uh, Evan Rachel Wood also is a robot sounds fucking great like Mm -hmm. it's gonna be interesting to see like what they do with it and it's like jonathan nolan too i've never seen person of interest but a lot of people fucking like that show
2: yeah i think we talked about it before um there's another show i'm completely blanking on it that's coming out um the lead lead character is a a a black girl i guess she's trying to like just go dating in 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 the city um, I'm blanking I'm on the name, on but that looks yeah, that looks yeah, good yeah. too. I know
0: what you're. I don't know the name of it. I kind of want to watch uh, Stepping Away from HBO. I kind of want to check out Atlanta with Donald Glover.
2: Oh yeah, the the the, the uh, TV spots are great. Yeah,
0: dude, uh, like it looks cool. Uh, I don't know if I'll get around to like actually seeing that until it comes out on DVD or whatever, but that looks good. Uh, dude, there's like so much good shit coming out on TV. It's like, why yeah. go to the movies?
2: <laughs> right. It's tough, man. It's like
0: every—it like seems like every day of the week there's something fucking good dropping. Mister Robot's been great this season. I haven't watched all of it, but I fucking. I haven't watched Mr. the Robot. latest episode. Andrew, are you watching Mister Robot?
1: Actually, yeah, I watched like the first like five episodes or so, like kind of late, and then Stranger Things came out, and then The Night of and all that. So I just haven't—I haven't gotten back to yeah. it yet. I I liked it. Uh, yeah, it seems sh- like your shit. Yeah, it's it's definitely good. Oh, and us, uh, I I caught I I caught on to, uh, Silicon Valley late too. So I oh,
0: Silicon Valley is so fucking good. Me too. I, like I just yeah. binged everything that was on fucking HBO when I got it. I was like, all right, let's do this. Let's dive in. Yeah,
1: I binged all of it, dude. They're only like thirty, like twenty seven minutes, something like that. Because there's no hey, commercials. They're... I yeah, love I got... when
0: you look. I love when you look at a show like that and you're like, oh yeah, it's only twenty seven minutes, and then it's like five hours. has passed. You're like, I could watch two <laughs> movies.
1: Yeah, we're in this state now, we have been for a few years, where it's like, did I watch that show? Yes. Was it fucking awesome? Yes. Have I finished <laughs> it? No.
2: <laughs> you know? Like, that's what yeah, Mr. No. Robot is, it, you well, know?
0: It's so weird that so much quality fucking TV is coming on, it's like hard to keep up with everything. It's hard
2: to keep up. Um, it's yeah, hard to go back and try and watch something. Uh, like, I still, speaking of, like, with HBO, I need to, I want to go back and finish Rome, and I've got the last season of Deadwood to finish.
0: Yeah, Deadwood's something, like, I struggle with getting through. Just the dialect in it. Like, it's not even the fucking language. It's just, like, the way they talk is, like, you have to, like, sit down and concentrate on that shit. Yeah. So, like, I, I like it. Like, everything I've seen is just, like, it's been good, but it's just, like, fucking intense. There's a really great book called Paradise Sky about a um, a black cowboy who actually runs into, like, Wild Bill, and it's basically, like, shot for shot fucking that Deadwood that see those episodes where it's like where they run into wild bill and deadwood it's so fucking good dude but um
5: okay
1: then we have a little uh, guest appearance by joey's wife
5: <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> you can
1: it's mark good, that
0: Andrew. the female perspective
1: <clears> that's <throat> all good
0: did you guys uh finish preacher yes yeah uh no so not thoughts yet feel, thoughts feels from the i really like preacher just, I can't and, wait for season two, dude. It's what I yeah. need. I need to I really liked, trip shit, man.
4: I liked this first season because it just felt like any other show that's coming out. And it just seems like for no somebody who's not a fan of the comics or whatever, it just seemed like, you know, it's just what what wacky thing is going to happen on Preacher this week, you know? Yeah. Um, But, those, those fucking but I, I love, it feels like they spent a lot of time just making sure that those characters were well, well developed. Uh, between one another and getting a few of the subplots throughout the comic book out of the way um so now they've set everything up so nicely for the shit to hit the fan i really liked it i like everybody involved
0: yeah i was kind of iffy about it um throughout the entire thing like i knew i liked it and i was willing to watch everything but that final episode i was like yes this is it i can't wait for them to hit the fucking road and like because I mean, I would obviously have been fine with them starting the way the yeah. first preacher and comic does, that, but I understand why they did what they did.
4: Yeah, that character that Jackie Earl Haley plays um, yeah. is is like relatively he, 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 minor, relatively minor in the comics and the grand scheme of things. But the way that they set him up in the first season, and Jackie Earl Haley, man, he's just a brilliant fucking actor. This he he brings so much life to that character, and I love the way he talks, the cadence at which he speaks to other people, and just his whole attitude is like. That guy's fucking great. Um, uh, Cassidy, the dude who played Cassidy, was fucking born. This dude is an anomaly. He's born to play this character. Dude, uh, you know he doesn't yeah. have the blonde hair, which which is all right with me. I well, just they think put his... like
0: in some episodes he has like like uh, some highlights. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. yeah. So, so it, we'll we'll see. I was I was gonna think that when he grew back, his hair was gonna be blonde or something after, um, yeah. well, um, an event spoiler, but um. But, no, it's just so good. It's really funny. It's super violent. I love the dude who plays Jesse Custer, uh, Dominic Cooper. Um, The girl, Ruth Nega, who plays um, Tulip, she's so good. They did so much good with her because in the comics, like, she's well-developed, but it takes a while, and, you know, it's more about Jesse the way they were writing it in the 90s, but now they found space for all these characters to really exist and breathe life into them. Um, it's gonna be dope. The opening sequence is great too. The main theme and everything. Like, dude, I could not wait. Every time I got a new episode, I bought the season on PlayStation Network. Um, yeah. Every time I got a new episode, I just like couldn't wait. I turned the lights down, kick back, and get super high and watch some fucking preacher. I cannot wait <laughs> for this shit to go down, man. Yeah. And the uh, the beginning was so good that sorry, uh, just that one image right at the beginning with like the old sci-fi movie like 1968 or whatever where you hear the baby crying and shooting through space in the oh, pilot yeah. just thinking back all the way to that beginning and everything that's happened i'm like whoa dude this is fucking gonna be awesome hopefully
0: yeah no i i mean i think they definitely captured it uh, i'm i'm so ready for season two and yeah Just all of it that it like just it's such a fucking weird like uh, i just love the ending scene when they're in the diner and they're like what are we gonna do now yeah. and then it's like the premise of the next season is like we're gonna find god it's so good yeah. it's just i like, love what? how do you even start it's uh oh, dude
4: i love how they did Arseface. uh eugene his character came off really well too
0: yeah i actually um, like
4: that kid's a good actor dude yeah uh it's weird to
0: hear him talk normal did you watch talking preacher at the end i did no mm-hmm. oh, yeah i haven't it was really great to watch him just like be just a normal person because you're so used to Space. Yeah. But yeah, it's, uh, dude, <laughs> yeah. I, I like I love it, man. Like the Seth Rogen and his his, his boy, they know how to fucking make some shit. I hope he comes around. back
2: from hell with a mullet. Dude.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's so much in store for that character, man. It's got, I, actually I really liked how they so in the comic books if you haven't read them, the character Arseface his he's got like a puckery butthole for a mouth basically because he he like tried to kill himself after Kurt Cobain killed himself that's around the time that was written um but I liked in the show how in order to make their story work a little bit better they didn't stick with that same setup or or, you know a new band or something like that or anything like that or even going back whatever because the time frame wouldn't work and then they saw that I think it was a smart move for them to like Incorporate how that happened in the story more and it brought the drama up and it showed you the duality of these characters Being that like they're good and evil pretty much all of them, you know and so yeah. you have these you have nothing but antiheroes, you know going to To have God answer for his like for all the abominations. He's created so good
0: yeah, dude also just a little tidbit and um I loved, like, in the first episode when they're in Our Spaces' room and there's a Thursday poster on the wall. I, like, lost my shit. I was like, yes. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Dude,
1: I thought of you, man, when I saw that shit. I've seen the first episode. Dude, I yeah. just uh when we go to Riot Fest, it's, it's,
0: like, th- Thursday's playing, um, like, a reunion nice. show. And then uh, I've never been to the Double Door before, and it's closing in Chicago. Like, it's, like, on its, yeah. like, last legs. I think this might be the last, like, September this year is its, like, last it's going down and like i'm so sad to because i'm sure it's gonna be some fucking bougie ass shit that goes in there um but they did the uh, riot fest after shows and thursday's playing a double door and i like lost my shit i like texting my friend eric b i was like dude we gotta get tickets we gotta go to double door we gotta see thursday he's like can we handle that i was like well we only live once and if i die watching the second uh, a thursday show i'm okay with that but uh so <laughs> eric, b's in the, eric eric b's in the country uh, Eric B. will be in the country just for Riot Fest. He is coming oh, back shit. early to go see Riot Fest. Oh, nice. he texted me, he was like, dude, I'm coming back early just for Riot Fest because I have to see Refused on Thursday. And I was like, all right, man, ordering those tickets post-haste.
4: Awesome. Miss Eric B.
0: Yeah. I'd love to get him on here if we could, like, get a time frame. Yeah, he's so great. funny.
4: He would be great. Yeah.
2: yeah. It'd be great to get him on here and just, hear, like, hear about his travels the past 10 years. <laughs> you know, and his hot-ass wife.
0: He doesn't have a wife. Motherfucker's single. He's not with what's-her-face? No. They broke up. Oh,
4: shit. My bad, Eric B. I'll take it back. (laughs) (laughs)
1: He's been stalking his wife on Facebook, or his girlfriend. No, I have not.
0: (laughs) I mean, they had had sex all the time. Our rooms are right next to each other. Dude, she was hot, man. I mean. Dotsa? Yeah, true stories.
4: Anyway, sorry, Eric B. Do
2: you want to talk about uh, No
4: Man's
0: Sky? Yeah, we can talk about No Man's Sky. All right.
2: So I, I started Planet. I got it uh, early last week. I've um, yeah, yeah. been to three planet so far. Uh, I do like it. I kind of want to talk to you guys, kind of since the reviews have come out, if you guys have been like checking out any reviews, kind of hear what other people are saying. I kind of felt like people are upset that yeah. they the game is exactly what I knew it was going to be. You just <laughs> fly around and like scan... Uh, you know uh, animals and plants and get things for your ship and then you go to the next planet and you it's a rinse and repeat and maybe you get into a fight with some uh, you know some bad guys if you want to you know if you got the firepower and that's just kind of what it is and for me I had reservations in getting the game because that's all it was but I was definitely captivated by it cuz I was like oh you kind of go to all these different planets and see cool stuff and like and then Right before it was released, it had that little video where it was talking about how it had like 18 quintillion planets, and um, you know you can you could you could come upon a planet that somebody else has uh, sort of discovered and staked for themselves, and it seemed interesting. Like it's definitely a game you could continue to play, like just find a new planet once you know every week or something. You know you don't have to like there's no having to, like rush and beat it and uh, having a high, yeah. a high score or you know. Um, you know, things like that. Um, so yeah, I kind of want to hear what you guys thought about it. I'm I'm enjoying it. Yeah. Um, it's definitely something I won't. I, I probably won't play like yeah. you know eight hours at a time or something. But I definitely feel myself like kind of getting into it and just kind of seeing what it's got. Because so I feel like there's probably some stuff that like that you can do that you know people are gonna like oh you can do this or oh you can do that you know that that yeah, you're there's... maybe not uh a, you're not kind of finding just yet. I don't know.
4: Yeah, just to, like, um, one of the cool things with, uh, that I find, because it is kind of, like, repetitive if you think about it a certain way, like you're just trying to go from planet to planet. Um, You know, it is kind of what you expect. But at the same time, some of the best surprises and, like, um, interesting things are, like, the discoveries. It's all about the discoveries. It's not just about looking. It's also about finding. And a lot of the creatures have really surprised me the way that they're generated because just when you want to think you've seen every kind of defining shape for the creatures um, there's something new that you haven't seen um, and so and then like discovering different part places out in space like these space anomalies and and these like I don't know there's a whole like mythology that's built into it so it's just about like where you want to go and so, how you want to play it, and like what your priorities are. I've been talking to other people who've been playing. Sorry, <coughs> but, and um, thanks. Um, and you know, so there there's moments where I'm like, oh shit, I should maybe prioritize how I'm saving and spending money in this game a little better, so I can get a better ship or a better um, tool slash weapon. Sorry, <coughs> I got sneezes. Um, but so it's like. It just has, like, infinite replayability without there necessarily being specific okay. objectives.
2: Yeah. Right. Um,
4: um, but, you know, there are. It's, like, what you make of it. But but I guess just to like, kind of go with what you're saying, it doesn't always feel like it's just, like, rinse and repeat either. I think people are allowing themselves to feel that because it is – it can be a pretty chill game. It can be – it can feel okay. tedious at times. Certain planets are not great for what you're wanting to do at the time and then other planets are so much fun so that's what's cool about is it allows itself to be kind of boring sometimes um but you can always there's something always around the corner to kind of like snap you out of that or a new direction that you want to head in and um it's pretty cool i'm hoping that with dlc they they i've had some conversations with people about you know like rumor mill and stuff like that that maybe what we're playing in some ways is just like a beta version of what's being planned so you, hopefully so like in the future you'll think not necessarily DLC but there'll be like updates of like updates yeah, yeah. cuz they've been doing these patches already with the patches that have been released there have been significant um I played it before my, I had the first patch load up I just went and played it mm-hmm. um and it and then and then when I had that first patch on right after the release it looked better it played smoother Um, The menus were different. The controls had shifted a little bit. Um, And then then just the other day I picked it up and there was a fourth update and it looks even better. Um, There's more detail and richness and shading and light with some of the objects. There's like, you know, like I'm hoping that these patches just consistently introduce things because that would be the way to go because it seems like the game didn't take it doesn't take up any um, memory in the in the console or not as much anyway as like a super yeah. long install it's but only like the game's
0: only like five gigs or something right yeah, they, yeah it like seems like right now it's like seems,
4: 69 gigs it seems like they, ridiculous yeah it seems like they built it in order to be built upon
2: okay yeah i mean um, i'm, 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 I'm hopefully
4: that. That yeah more or, like, hopefully because that's, ha- that's why i right. that's why i haven't that's why i haven't done any of the reviews because i feel like people a lot of people are probably reviewing it having not even gotten to a point that could be considered the end of this game it's presenting a lot of different issues here but i think people are really nitpicking oh yeah i, I there, don't think because we'll, of expectations you know i don't think we'll ever see an end to this game you know yeah, what i mean which is great that's all i ever want is if you spend sixty dollars on a fucking game i should be able to pick it up and play a game i should be able to pick it up and you know i'm, I'm kind of like i love uncharted and and Metal Gear games and stuff, but I'm kind of sick of this uh, video games emulating cinema when the frontier is so much larger in yeah. scope than, than no, that. No, it's very
2: true. Like, I, I do enjoy the cinema stuff, but, like, it's, yeah, good to right. see, it's good to get into other stuff as well.
1: So, Joey, you're one week in, you say it's, you know, you're into it, right? And mm-hmm. then Maddie and Stefan are now two weeks in, and yeah. you're still digging it pretty hardcore.
4: Yeah, it's good. The last few days I haven't been able to play it. I've gotten busy for some reason, but um, when I do sit down and play it, it's for about four to six hours at a time. True, true. And 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 it's you. It's not about, you know, like I talked about this on the last time a little bit, but it, like to me anyway, the way I play it, the way I'm enjoying it, the way I'm allowed to enjoy it because of the options and freedom that they introduce is like it's kind of like about how you're weaving the tale in your head your own tale of being this like spacefaring trader miner yeah. traveler explorer scientist like you're everything or you're you whatever you want to be um yeah, and that's i a... i like i really hope more games come out like this you know like leave it open ended don't hold my hand through a bunch of characters and story just you know i always wish grand theft auto w- would just allow you to like always constantly talk to somebody and there's something pop off like we got there's a job over here some of that you can have online but it's not as fun because it makes it more difficult when you're playing with a lot of other people some people are just straight up dumb online <laughs> right um I d- I but just you feel know like
0: we're so uh just we're always like everything that comes out is always the same all the games
4: yeah yeah, they really are You been. know, and No
0: Man's Sky is totally different. It's, yeah. you know, you make your own experience oh. out of it, and is it going to play, like, a fucking Call of Duty game? Of course not. That doesn't make any sense. Why would it? No. You know, um, I don't know. Like, I've had a great time playing it. It's definitely, like, it's not for everyone, that's for sure. Right. Uh, I'm right now stuck on a planet that just rains biohazardous materials, and yeah. often, like, I'm, like, trying to scan fucking... <laughs> Trying to scan all the animal life in it because, like, I want to get this achievement of like scanning all this bio life stuff.
4: Oh shit! No, and you're it's the be first time screen. I've
0: seen. <laughs> and I've, have just like, I like. This is the first time I've been to a planet with lots of water on it, so mm-hmm, like I can go swim in the water. But yeah, there's all yeah. these fish and like other fucking weird creatures. This is also the first time I've landed on a planet where animals have been hostile towards me, which is weird. Yeah. Like so, all, yeah.
2: like yeah, not, I,
0: not all of them. Just okay. one of like I just turned around and there was this one I hadn't scanned yet, so I scanned it and it was just like fuck you
2: and came at me. I
4: was like, oh no, jetpack. Yeah, I feel like some feel of those like little arachnids are. Yeah, assholes. there's like
2: yeah, there's like little arachnid things. I'll I'll go into like a cave and he's like, what the fuck are you doing here? And like yeah, I'll try, I, <laughs> I'll try to like, uh, you know,
4: blast him or whatever. And he's like, just won't die and he's like keeps hitting me. I'm yeah. like, all right, fuck you. I'm, I'm out of here. The yeah. the melee is like, pretty good actually there's um one thing to for you guys who've been playing i just found this out the other day um as like a tip as you're playing okay um, any, anytime you get in a hairy situation while you're sprinting you can do like a leaping like a high dis- a long distance jump if you hit the if you hit the um the melee attack as soon as the the gun goes out from the melee attack during a sprint uh hit your jetpack and it'll launch you like a long distance jump. So if you need to get out of like a hairy situation or whatever, okay. It's like, yeah, um, so there there are things about the controls and the playability that people are like discovering. And my roommate was like, he he said he read on some forums or something about about the game and found out somebody was talking about you could do that. And it is very much about timing and finesse. You know what I mean? In order to yeah. get it right, it takes a few tries to get it right. But once you're using it. It makes even your once you have sprint uh, options that are higher, like stamina options, it makes it so you can get even farther distances. So it really helps kind of traveling around and when you're on foot.
0: But what like uh, Stefan was saying about um, God, all the it. updates and stuff, like I think we're gonna see a lot more. In like I yeah. think once months as pa- months have passed and people have like been exploring. They're going to kind of want to meet, like, I want to meet you guys out in No Man's Sky, you know, like, yeah, where are you yeah, guys just yeah. I
1: from? heard that that was actually an issue. They said that uh, it was everybody was promised like you could see game. other players, but th- no one's been able to do that yet, right? And, and right, I think it's something
0: yeah. that's coming. I mean, this is, like, I read an article where the there was another game designer, was like, this is 15 yes. dudes making this fucking game, like, com- like basically calm the fuck down.
2: Okay, cool. Like, right, yeah. It yeah. Will be and they, and they, Like,
0: this game isn't over just because it's out, <laughs> and, like... We've already seen updates. We've already seen things get better and smoother. Like yeah, they're going to add stuff as soon yeah. as they know they can. Like this game edit, like what? This is the second week it's been out like everyone yeah. calm the fuck down. The guys like, just huh. enjoy it. Take a break from all the fucking action and just enjoy
4: space. Right, yeah. Enjoy <laughs> space. It's lonely out there. And and, but, and um, that's,
2: that's going to be tough for them because like, you know, people could if they don't like continuously come out with like updates, people will forget about it. You know, not that many people will be playing it anymore, which sucks, you know, because usually when, like, a game comes out, it's usually, like, should be the 100%, you know, and I'm down for, like, you know, <clears throat> for, like, this type of game, I want to continue playing it and kind of seeing what comes out in the future, because, yeah. I mean, right now, there's so much that I can do already. Yeah. It's not well, like, I, when, like, Street Fighter 5 came out, and all I can do is fight people online, that's, like, all I can do. Yeah. You know, I have so many options in this game, No Man's Sky, where I can do like, you know, it's sort of the basic like couple of steps, but I can go anywhere and find a whole new planet, and it and there's 18 quintillion of them, you know, yeah. that's massive.
0: Well, I mean, so like massive. what you were saying, like you guys have met those arachnid creatures. I haven't even seen
2: those yet, so yeah, it reminded yeah. me of like uh, the the Mars attacks like brain on a on on yeah. legs
4: they're all different like probably the one defining feature that would be the same is maybe the legs you know like Mm -hmm, the ones i the ones i found there have been some that look kind of like mantises some that look like crustaceans you know like they're just like fucking weird i found one the other day oh my god some of the creatures in this game are straight up disturbing when you stumble upon them which is great because it gives you that feeling of like being on an alien planet Mine yeah. it for ore and you turn around there's some fucked up like unfathomable hp lovecraft looking creature yeah. behind my you. favorite part of the game man. dude it's so good because sometimes they're really beautiful and majestic sometimes they're horrifyingly ugly and sometimes they're violent yeah. <laughs> so it's like it's it really is fulfilling the fantasy like between this and grand theft auto 5 i really feel like i'm getting my ps4 fix you know like i look at my all my games and there's like I haven't beat most of them, but there's no other game for me to play other than No Man's Sky. Just, like, none of them come close. I, I also like hearing, like,
0: like your story, Stefan, and now, like, we get Joey's perspective of this yeah, game. Yeah, see, your like, part of the experience. Like, like, we were talking about this on the last one, is, like, are people actually, like, h- hanging out with people and talking about No Man's Sky? Like, what their experience is. I'm going to start writing No like, Man's
4: Sky fan fiction.
0: Right, like, it's like, is this review <laughs> only based on this one guy's, like, it has to be based on this one guy's Opinion of his playthrough of our however many hours he played of No Man's Sky, right? Mm-hmm. Is he getting out of anyone's else perspective because my favorite shit is hearing about shit that you guys are doing in the planets that you have been on and like the possibilities that are out there cuz Like I'm yeah. pretty early into the game Stefan's much further than I am. I feel like me and Joe are probably about the same Probably, probably the yeah. same
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah my, at the my same roommate level. Like
0: I've been to a space station now probably this is the probably like my fourth planet I've been on but I jumped on yeah. one and like I got some I mined some stuff, and it was, like, I found, like, some monoliths and shit, and I was, like, this plane's pretty blame. I'm sure there's more on here, but I'm kind of bored with it, so I'm jumping to a new one. And the new one was, like, the acid rain planet, and I was, like, fuck yeah, something cool, let's do this. So it's, like, I just love that. I love that, like, if you're, like, it's not like when you're playing a game and you have a level to get through and you just can't, it's, like, all right, fuck it, I'll shut it off in no man's sky it's like oh you don't like this planet all right jump to the next one it's like Fuck yes.
4: yeah it's cool some planets are like super desolate and bland and sometimes yeah, i'll just like exactly. if i'm walking around and there's nothing for me i'll just kind of stand there and like take in the atmosphere and like listen to all the crazy alien sounds coming emanating from the planet and the like the haziness of it it's like I, and i take i love the features and games now that are adding like photo options um and No Man's Sky, just like being able to save screenshots of whatever I'm looking at, is so great, man. Because there's like, you know, just as in with any kind of like sandbox, the one that's truly perceiving that you know, no person's experience is ever like exactly the same. It's like in in life, you know, like we don't see things the same way. When so, you're mining, yeah, um,
2: and that bot comes around and like, you know, is like uh, annoying yeah. as fuck. Yeah, Can You yeah. Kill that bot.
4: Yeah, yeah, you Every can. They'll they'll get they they'll contact more. Sometimes on right. certain planets, they're more aggressive. There are certain things that they protect more of. The, there's like an ingrained in the mythology in the game. This is what's so cool is there's stories going on, but you, you know it's like you pick up where you want to. But the mythology in the game says that these these sentinel machines have been policing the galaxies, the universe for for eons, and nobody knows where they're from who sent them out what their origin is they've just kind of always been there in these alien races um well they haven't always been there they've come but there you know there's a whole thing to get delve into um the mythology is really cool because it feels like you're you're actually finding like you know there a lot of it's transferred telepathically through these monoliths um Mm -hmm. but you feel like you're getting i mean it's great dude it's like it is you're playing like through a fucking sci-fi novel and if i yeah
0: I love all the monolith stuff in the language shit it's that like is it's the best
4: guess. shit and going like, out just studying. I love when the languages start to be more apparent. it, um, it reminds yeah. me of
0: like in sci-fi movies when like they're trying to figure out the alien language. The only thing I can bring to mind is like Prometheus when they're like trying to figure out like who the uh those beings yeah. are and I was yeah. just like this shit's so cool like, the I mystery is shit. great like the, that that photo I took on Facebook of like that weird like. Structure like monolith yeah. thing with like uh, that was just like that shit you just run into, and that was on that planet I was getting kind of bored with.
5: Yeah, and
0: then I just found that by accident and I left after that. But it was just like that, like it's, it's just littered with cool shit. And yeah. like, like, like just like watching Stefan play and like his videos or like photos he posts or anything, it's just like, where are you? I want to be there. But then yeah. you like end up on a planet, you're like, oh shit. This plant's pretty fucking cool. I should yeah. take a photo of this. I think,
4: that, I think there are server issues is one of the things that Hello Game said about people being able to see one another. And, and that also, one thing they stated as the game was coming out, um, to actually find another person, this is how big the actual universe is, to be able to find a person is pretty close to impossible. So that could also be the case.
0: Well, that's like that would be um, awesome though. Sense. Like, if you guys yeah. are out there, like, we could all be online together and be like, "All right, we need to find each other. We need to find." Yeah, a I we can imagine how long out.
4: that would take? I'll see you guys in 150 years. Hey, man, <laughs> right, they they might have an update and they help, they'll have a warp yeah. drive or something. They will, because that's what but the fans will the want. Coordinates, stuff. Yeah. yeah, dude. It'd be and the, the best. The thing, it's the like, best business model. Dude, I'll buy. I'll buy no man's sky shit.
0: That's the thing about this game. If they're smart, they're gonna do this shit. but it's gonna be in time it's gonna be months away it's gonna be a year away like why blow your load now man like you know it's like I don't know I really like just like uh, randomly playing and just exploring right now like oh cool if I can meet you guys out there that would be great but maybe there'll be more mission based like stories where it's like all three of us it's like kind of like an ESO it's like there needs to be three people to play this level or this planet and that would be fucking fun if they add that because you can meet up with friends or random strangers and play this fucking planet and get, like, get these resources you need or something for your ship that you might not have but someone else has. Mm-hmm. Like, there's endless
2: possibilities with this game. We could, like, we could get different suits. So if we do yeah. see each other and we're running around, it's like, oh, man, you got a cool suit or, you know, whatever. Because, like, yeah, I, I have mean, no idea like, what I, what I look yeah. for. Yeah. I mean, it's like,
0: I don't know. It's, it's, it's a new company. It's a new game. I'm ready for it to be whatever it it is. And I think there's like the possibility of updates and like DLC or whatever the Mm -hmm. fuck. Like if it's like ten bucks to be like, you know, add an extra level of or whatever to No Man's Sky, I don't I'm not gonna be opposed to paying ten bucks for that shit. So I don't know, man. It's great. I like it. I think it's fun. Andrew needs to be playing it.
1: I'll get to it eventually. I just I wanna beat Doom and I I bought Overwatch and I haven't even I played that like for two hours max probably. So I just feel Mm -hmm. like kind of overloaded right now you yeah. and i you and i got, let me know when you're playing that andrew so we can, yeah. can
3: probably we'll
2: get over probably
1: later probably later tonight i could see myself doing that after my hbo run okay yeah let me know
2: uh <laughs> i might be up around that time so uh, all right all right uh, got, andrew we should play some doom together
1: all right it sounds good doom's on, been good next. i'm in hell now
2: all right you hell. guys have fun i'm gonna split gotta right, right, see you let, later um, joe let me know about these uh ghost tickets what, what you guys uh what your plan hey. is we will yeah,
1: update yeah, so. Superhouse listeners and all that soon too about that stuff. Have so, you been to
2: yeah. that venue? I, I have I've been to it. I have not been inside or slash seen a show.
1: I've been inside um, it. It's it's a normal like, you know, it's a it's I'm, a normal venue. When it's I got what out here, man, I was
2: used to seeing like, you know, 10, 15, 20 dollar shows. You know, dude, everything out here is like $60, $70. It's like, oh, I'm yeah. not doing that, dude. So I, yeah. I've seen like maybe two shows since I've been out here, man. I was yeah, like looking too. at
0: like the VIP tickets. I was like, what, 100 bucks? And then down, it was like 88 And I was like, Jesus yeah. Christ, man. Yeah. It's I like, it's only Death Heaven's like second full length, man. Like, come on. Like, right. Like, yeah. Come on. Fucking uh, LA, dude. Yeah. That's All
1: right, ridiculous. dude. I need it. All right, later. Dude. Peace. Hey Stefan. Yeah. Just a, I mean, if it's okay if I switch gears for a second, did you guys or Stefan, did you uh, see Sausage Party? I haven't seen it yet. Ah shit! I wanted to see. I wanted to get the update. Uh, I know. From I'm going
4: to do an animation day tomorrow and go see that and Kubo. Okay. Yeah. Those are
1: totally different movies, but <laughs> yeah. you'll have a you'll have a good time.
4: Yeah, um, Any, uh, yeah. Anyway, did you guys
1: want to close out the No Man's Sky uh, commentary?
4: Yeah, for sure. Play that shit. Yeah, I'm still I'm still digging it. It's it's a good getaway for sure. When if you if you're like had a bad day at work and you want to get away to space, it's right there for you. Do
3: yeah. you
1: remember? Uh, this is a super nerdy thing, but uh, do you remember Aquanauts Holiday on PS One? Uh-uh. No. Oh man, this is the this is the fucking beginnings of this shit. This was like yeah. a scuba diver game, scuba uh-huh. diving game, uh-huh. and all you did there was no objective you just went around and saw fish yeah, and different <laughs> wreckages and, and I, I think it was just exploration. So it was, I think it was made by a company called Art Dink and they oh. made another game called uh, uh, Tale of the Sun, which all it was, you were like this caveman character. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Trying to, get, trying to kill buffalo to get their ribs to build a uh, ladder to the sun. yeah What was the name of that game tale of the sun
0: oh shit that sounds awesome
1: it was a really like they made these like really artsy like off the wall games but yeah i I like tale of the sun a lot and uh to see i don't know that's what i think of when i think of uh no man's sky it's just like a super souped up space version of aquanauts holiday I'll I'll get it soon enough, man. I just yeah. I don't know. It's just like ah, I just want to finish. It reminds what I
4: got. me. It reminds me of like PC games too. It reminds me of like um, what's like Mist. The first time I played Mist at times. Yeah. Um, Speaking of
1: Mist, I mean, I want to get the Witness too at some point.
4: Right. Yeah. Yeah. The Witness is supposed to be really great. I can't wait to play that. So that one's supposed to be like be similar in terms of that one's the puzzles in that one can range from being really simple to extremely difficult. Yeah. And like, I'm so you that. yeah so you play it you know how you play it how where your skill level is or your understanding of those puzzles or whatever, um, but No Man's Sky doesn't really have puzzles that would be cool but I feel like unnecessary maybe That's, but, it's, that I takes mean, it, away it, from the exploration aspect. It kind of does. It has these little things where you have to figure out um, like codes that have been sent. They're they're pretty easy but they're they're rewarding. Um, yeah yeah the last patch was really great. It's it looks awesome. Fuck yeah.
1: Alright. Well, shit, man, I think it's about time to close up this episode. You. 25 <laughs> of them.
4: 25. We hit our midlife crisis. <laughs> Probably. Or no, I, wait, what was that? Quarter life episode. Oh, shit. So that
0: means we have to start <laughs> talking about sports and cars now?
4: Yeah. I think so, bro. You, you okay. guys want to go golf this weekend? Yeah. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> it. I Horrible. just got a new set of clubs. I want to try them out. That's how I feel like. Golfers talk all the time, anyway.
1: I like sixty frames a second now. What? (laughs) I like I like like the soap opera effect. Nice. (laughs) That's funny. All right, we didn't do the intros, but this has been Andrew Bush from Los Angeles. Thanks for checking in with us. And um, Maddie's actually coming to LA. We're probably going to do some filming for that. I don't kind of don't know what. Some live action shit. More
4: on that later. This is Stefan from Denver and uh currently really super stupid stoned uh in in Denver, Colorado. Did I already mention that? I think we um,
1: uh we uh know that already, Stefan. So Yeah.
4: This is Manny so, um
1: Oh wait,
0: Stefan's not done. No go ahead. I'm done. <laughs> I'm uh, this is Manny uh, from Cincinnati. I will be in LA in October. There'll be much much mayhem. Well, also, I also finished a book <laughs> called The Woods Are Dark by Richard Layman. It's pretty fucked up. And if you need something new to read, I recommend checking out. So I think it's like 3 to $5 on your Kindle, but it's fucked up. It's pretty good if you need some horror in your life.
4: Richard Layman.
1: <laughs> Copy that. Copy that. Alright, y'all. We will catch you later.
0: Bye. Peace.